Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us here today. I'm Henrik. This is Red Ice TV and RedIceMembers.com. It's great to have you all with us, whether you're joining us live or later on in the archives. BitChute.com, of course, library, odyssey.com, uh, new great service. Check that out. We're on there. Uh, we're also, of course, on VK. We're also we, uh, live stream today. We'll live stream to Float, to Brand New Tube, and uh, to our Twitter handle as well, so you can uh, catch us there. Uh, but yeah, great to have you all with us. Hope you're enjoying that. Uh, I didn't play this little, um, made a little clip, um, clip, what do you call it? Clip video compilation, I guess is the best word. Compilation here uh, that we didn't play for the uh, recorded audience, but we played it in the stream. Uh, check that out if you haven't uh, uh, seen it. It's kind of a good overview. Uh, this one right here regarding uh, the coming conflict. We have, a, we have a, a color revolution incoming here, basically, right? And uh, neither side is backing down. And it gives us a little bit of good overview, kind of where we are uh, right now, where we're at in terms of uh, this just the shit show that uh, this has turned into by basically the media declaring a, uh, you know, c crowning a king, right, after the election, which they can't do. The legal organs, the electoral organs, the authorities that are overseeing this hasn't called this yet, but the media has. Uh, that's what's so absurd about this, right? Uh, so a number of uh, additional two new states have been called for Trump. Uh, there's lawsuits now in Pennsylvania, Georgia doing recount. We'll go through some of this. Uh, and then, of course, you have uh, other contested places as well where there have been so-called glitches. Michigan, for example, uh, I believe it is also, well, Wisconsin, definitely some shady shit going on, right? While the mainstream media says that there's no proof for any of this, basically, uh, which there is already. It's been flooding the internet over the last few over the last week here. Really, um, is everything true that they is ends up on the internet? Obviously not, right? But some things might be. And then there's additional material which is being collected right now. So they're like debunking it before they even have collected all the information that they knew that they need to do to present their case, right? Uh, which is also why this is uh, hysterical to watch uh, the mainstream media spurring this on, and it's largely their fault. And it could it could be. It, it could be that they're seeking maximum civil unrest, basically. That that could be what this is. In a color revolution, despite the fact that Norm, Norm Eisen and, and his protege, I forget his name now, uh, over there at the CIA, uh, when they've done color revolutions in other countries, they've been praised that this is a non-violent way that they change regimes in, in, a, in a certain country, which they don't like, uh, which don't play ball with the global order. Uh, now, of course, it's happening in America. They've turned this apparatus on, on itself, but uh, it is hardly ever nonviolent. This, there's always a very, very violent face of a color revolution when the, when the people turn on each other, basically. Uh, you have the sitting government, usually government that has been elected legitimately while the opposition, while the CIA and the gay op uh, operators claims it's not uh, legit, that it's a regime. And then you have the funding coming in by the, some of the usual suspects, uh, like the Soros's, but there are many other NGOs and organizations, uh, you know, with, with CIA, of course, kind of, you know, in the, uh, uh, as the backer of much of this. Then they go in and fund the opposite, opposite side, and then basically war breaks out, civil war, like kind of like what we saw in Ukraine. Uh, but we saw this in Georgia, we saw this in other countries as well. So they know what they're doing. And I think it's to maximize, as I said, it's to maximize the social upheaval. Now, I might, you know, be, end, end up, eating my hat, so to speak, on that, and, and that turns out not to be true, and, then good, and good if it doesn't, because what's coming, what, what I think at this point, when you line everything up, what I think is coming at this point is, it's not good. 
it is not good. And it's not solely, comp you know, created by the media, but a lot of it has been unnecessarily uh, created by the media. So, yeah, we'll go through some of this here today. Uh, again, thank you, everyone, joining us live. I just want to give a shout-out as well to uh, Wise Wildfire, Purist 777, for their very generous donations during the last uh, stream we did Monday. Thank you, guys, whether you're joining us live today or not. But uh, thank you to both of you and everyone else, too, of course, uh, who has been... Uh, uh, generous and helped us out donations whatever memberships uh, what you guys do we do appreciate it we're honored that we're here being able to cover this with you go through this insanity as we watch not only this takeover and coup in the united states but essentially the destruction of our other uh, other countries all over the west in europe uh and it's an interesting and i should say you know i'd include down under uh, and even south africa in, the, in that too by the way um, so yeah, episode 33 today, for those of you who believe in that kind of stuff. And of course, it's November 11th too. 11-11, good lineup here today. Uh, and of course, the coup was kind of announced on November 7th, which of course is where the, when the, uh, you know, winter revolution occurred in Russia, right? So these things are not, they're not coincidental. These are not accidents. They know exactly uh, what they're doing here, right? Um, all right. Hope you guys are doing good. Good. Uh, all, always good to see you guys. Uh, before we dive into this, then, uh, let me do a couple of super chats over on dlive.tv, Forsyth Red Ice TV. That's a great way of joining in. And then we do have entropystream.live, Forsyth Red Ice TV. Uh, and I saw, was it, um, was it Junus Locos? Yeah, he sent me a link to, I think it's superchats.live, Forsyth Red Ice TV. Um, there's a, a, an ape, uh, like a, Let's see if I can find that. Um, someone had developed a, I guess, their own thing. I'm not sure how it works, but it actually, it is up, it should be working. I think, I think it's going through Entropy, or it's picking up both from DLive and Entropy. I, I'm, I'm actually not quite sure, but you can, you can use it. You can use it. I can keep it up in, ca in case, uh, um, you know, that's a, that's a good overview. But yeah, superchats.live forward slash Red Eyes TV. And of course, it's anybody who... I guess is on entropy and or DLive have can you can tap into that as well. But yeah, superchats.live this person created, which of course is a uh, pretty a pretty good URL to use. Uh, but yes, and also wanted to give a shout out to Jacob H. Last time uh, Monday, I missed your uh, message on on DB. Sorry for that, man. Um, he had, it, at tw I think it was towards the end of the stream, and he said the SJWs SJWs are in a state of suspension at the moment, which appears like a form of low-energy dancing. You can move through them, but it have to be very quiet and cover up. <laughs> you have to be covering up your scent. Yeah, I mean, that the dancing footage that we saw and all that shit. Um, if these lawsuits move ahead, and if I think... If, if, what's, if what I perceive is going to happen here begins to happen, that energy is going to shift very swiftly, turn into violence and a a wrath and an anger and a desperation which we have never seen before uh that's what i think so stay safe and again this is very irresponsible uh by the media to turn you know to to spur this on but basically that's what they that's what they do right this is how how they operate and if this is a coup uh, which i think it is which we've argued for here the last few shows now we even covered this aspect before uh, the, the election even happened, right? There's a lot of people picking up on this, like Revolver News and tons of other people too. They, they saw what they were going to do and how they're going to do it. They told us. They did it right in front of our faces. Uh, in front of the live rolling cameras. They just pulled this shit right under our noses, right? 
Um, and for many people, it went, it's still gotten under the radar. But we're talking about the glitches that you could see as the AI and computer data systems of the of the whole election, the electronic voting system, uh, you know, glitches out, as they said. And you see 20,000 votes lost for Trump that ended up exactly the same number, like 19,584 uh, went to Biden. Voter participation, 104%, 110%, like these, this this mathematical impossible thing, right? And then the media just deny it, claim it doesn't happen. Anyway, thank you for that uh, previous um, uh, comment there, uh, Jacob H. I appreciate that. And I saw actually another one came in uh, just now from Jacob, so I assume uh, he's watching. Shout out, Jacob. Thank you uh, so much. Uh, 414, as a Monday night, it was lit. Yeah, Monday night was lit. I've never seen so many people throw so much money at someone who doesn't have... <laughs> doesn't have breasts. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Pierce and uh, Pierce and Wise reached a whole new level of beer goggles. Pierce and Wise. I mean, a Wise Wildfire and Pierce. I guess maybe is that say okay. Uh, maybe Pierce. I'm, I'm not sure. Okay, reached a whole new level of beer goggles. All right. Anyway, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Very kind of you, Jacob. Um, all right. Let's see here. Let me look entropy real quick. Nope, nothing there. Let me check on DLive real quick, guys, and then we'll dive into uh, into today's topic here. Uh, topics, I should say. Um, MMA Groiper. I almost read MAGA Groiper there first. MMA Groiper with a diamond. Thank you. No message. Uh, Goss, Goss Pudin. Goss Pudin. Uh, Goss Pudin. However I pronounce that. Sorry if I butcher your name. Uh, with a diamond. Uh, Kaliuga Uber Uber Alice. Yeah, that's right. Kaliuga. That's right. We're actually in the uh, Kaliuga right now, aren't we? Uh, a lot of people have theorized that, which is basically the 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 bottom of the cycle, right? And this will uh, uh, will uh, we're, we're not in the golden age, quite the reversal. We're at the darkest pl place possible in the in the larger cycle of things. Uh, Mr. Wright, good to see you as well, Mr. Wright. He sends one, two, three, four diamonds. Thank you, Mr. Wright. Appreciate that. Good to see you. Lord Aragon with the diamonds says bite. Bite me, it's not my president. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, well, yeah, we'll see how the, the how this pans out here. The Rev Chad Kroger, or Kroger maybe, uh, with the Ninja Gini. Thank you. It says, fuck these people. We can't let the communists win. Keep it up, Vince. Uh, well, that's the other stream, I think. But yeah, <laughs> six separate Tyrannus, if you're talking about Vince uh, <clears throat> Vince James. But uh, I appreciate the, the Ninja Gini anyway. Uh, Mr. Wright with a... Uh, uh, with a Ninja Gini, boys and girls, perhaps as perhaps add a few so they don't kick us off this platform too. Oh, you mean it's they assume we speak to uh, underaged audiences here, and that's not uh, what is it? Uh, what is the uh, uh, what is the movie theater PG PG thirteen or whatever they call it again? Uh, well, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, uh, sisters and brothers and trannies. How about that? More inclusive, kind of like Biden in the clip is all right. You just you get it, you get to just rope everybody up, right? Uh, Chad Ricky, and thank you for that Ninja Gini, Mr. Wright, appreciate it. Uh, Chad Ricky with a diamond says, since Weisbauer gave $1,400, I better step up. Well, see, is Weiss with us in the chat today? Is Weiss here? Or hopefully he didn't have a hangover the day after or something like that. Uh, but, but as I said, you can free, feel free to reach out to, uh, uh, to me on uh, on our well either Twitter handle or to our email redeyes@protomed.com. I appreciate uh, uh, the support immensely, of course, uh, in our all seriousness because it helps tremendously. Uh, thank you to everybody uh, for helping out. We do, we do appreciate it greatly. Philbert Apple Bag with a diamond. Howdy, Henrik. Lovely Wednesday we have here. Yes, indeed, sir. Good to see you, Philbert. Uh, B Fisher with a diamond. See Bitchute video. Brand new tube sensors for J E W R Y. 
I have not seen that. I'll, I'll uh, check it out. Uh, Draconian Gimp of Death with a diamond multi-millionaire don't use astrologers, but billionaires do. Yeah, did you like that quote from uh, the... Uh, we used that quote in the Weekend Warrior show, right? Yeah, there was actually some... And I guess to put that in context, there were some astrologers that have started... You know, that you can look at charts and things like that. And Actually, it was tarot. Sorry, tarot readers. Um, which, you know, make of it what you will, but... Uh, I, th I think there's there's things to things which we we don't have everything figured out right, and some of these people they they tap into some stuff and apparently some of these you know some of these ladies doing this and, and other guys too they're they're they get some stuff right with that shit right so I I don't know the specific of this video but we played part of it oh, we, actually we ran it as B roll but they're claiming basically this is not over there are a lot of things kind of in Trump's chart and trajectory which shows that it's going to be tremendous. You know, just energies behind him and that it might look like it's over, but it's not over. And this is going to go back and forth and back and forth a lot, many times, allegedly. Again, we'll, we'll see if this turns out to be true or not. Um, and it's going to be a roller coaster ride in the next um, month, month and a half or so. And I suspect violence will pick up as a consequence of that too, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you, Draconian Gip of Death. Appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, that is an actual uh, J.P. Morgan quote, by the way, for those who, <laughs> for those who like to keep tabs on what the elites do and the globalists. And and his famous quote is, "quote is millionaires don't use use astrology, billionaires do." Right. So it's kind of this idea that they they have these people know how to work with the forces as opposed to against it. Right. Spike vicious diamond. The media is not considering the enemy for is not considered the enemy for nothing. Absolutely, they are t absolutely. Um, Doing this to themselves. Smart Diesel. I no, Snarf. Snarf Diesel, I think it is. With a diamond. Just a smile of face. Thank you, Futhark. With a diamond. Hail the uh, Einheri on VT Day. Uh, yeah, it's Veterans Day today, I believe, right? Um, fight for us. Uh, not parentheses, he says. So yes, uh, yes. <laughs> Futhark, thank you. I appreciate that. <clears throat> Sometimes I get my th sounds mixed up here. Now, the old, apparently the old North, uh, Norse had that, right? They had the... Uh, the TH uh, uh, sound that apparently I think was passed over into English. We don't use it in Swedish, so it's always a bit uh, weird sometimes uh, to use it, but uh, it is what it is. All right, boys and girls. By the way, Odyssey. Check out Odyssey too. Great, uh, great service. Um, it's basically the front end of uh, library, but I like it. I, I like the name. I would like to see an app uh, for them as well. Uh, but yeah, set up an account and, and follow us over there. We have, uh, we're getting closer to 2,000 followers over there. I think we should get that up significantly. But of course, really good quality. If they do live stream, they will be a big threat to, to BitChute. And I mean, I also just a shout out to BitChute, everything that they do, because that's it's amazing, the odds that they're up against and, and how they're keeping the ship moving uh, with, with, the, with the sparse resources that they do have. They, they should have support from from everybody that care about um, independent voices, alternative media, um, fighting back against the establishment because they're doing incredible work, right? So Bitchu should have all the credit in the world. Um, but uh, yeah, but yeah, if if Odyssey steps up or even Library with with the live streaming stuff, uh, watch out, uh, uh, Bitchu. Uh, but yeah, get an account over there. It's a, it's a good service. Okay, so Trump wins uh, Alaska here. This is uh, updated from today. Um, I ha he is now up to, was it 217 now, pushing the, his electoral college to 217. I don't know how much was it Alaska had, uh, f three, was it three electoral votes or something like that? I forget exactly what it was. Uh, but then, of course, earlier, uh, 
think it was yesterday as well, North Carolina was finally declared to Trump as well. And I forget how many, 15 electoral votes for uh, for North Carolina. Cool. Cool stuff. And uh, this, I don't know if it's true. Uh, I, I, sus- I suspect is not. If I remember correctly, real Donald Trump on Twitter has followed 50 accounts for a very long time. And so I don't think this is true. He might not even have ever followed those accounts, but I saw it on Twitter. Trump unfollows Benjamin Netanyahu in APAC. <laughs> this is after uh, after the, I guess, the stab in the back, right? Netanyahu was just like, all right, um, you know, we, we will work with Biden. And, you know, it's, uh, it's always this uh, the, the nonpartisan or bipartisan bullshit that groups like APAC run on America right now. No matter who wins uh, or loses, I should say, no matter who loses, Democrat or Republican, Israel always wins. Benjamin Netanyahu always wins, right? Uh, so good to him, uh, good to him for that, if that's true. But uh, I suspect it's not. I'll try to find verification for it, but this is so I'm not sure. Uh, all right, so Georgia has now issued a hand recount in the presidential race, which of course is interesting. Uh, the Secretary of State uh, had a little press conference earlier today. Uh, I guess this, if this is 20 minutes long, that's too long. I thought, actually thought it was a shorter video, but I guess we can listen in a little bit to it. I think most of it is. Uh, questions from the uh, from the lying press. Uh, but let's see what he uh, let's see what he says here. Let me get this rolling. Large counties, small counties, diverse counties, and just from all over the state of Georgia. They and their staff are the ones that do the hard work on the ground of making sure that all legal votes will be counted. Their job is hard. They executed their responsibilities, and they did their job. This is a process. It is a process defined by law. These men and women in my office will continue to follow the law and count every legal vote. As Good. it stands today, 97 counties have sent their, num- their final numbers in. The current margin stands at 14,111 between the President and Senator Biden, Vice President Biden. My office will continue to investigate each and every instance of illegal voting. Double voting, felon voting, people voting out of state. If you report it, we will investigate it. Every legal vote will count. We will continue to follow and enforce the law. Now let's look at the next steps. We are currently looking at having a statewide runoff on December 1 and another on January 5th. This is an untenable situation for these men and women to try and run both of these elections. With that, under my powers under the health emergency, I am moving the date of the December 1st election to coincide with the federal runoff on January 5th. This will protect the integrity of both elections and make for better election administration. It has the added benefit of saving taxpayers millions of dollars. The reason we have so many of these on rollover list voters is a direct function of COVID. This is the reality. The COVID, next step in the current election more gay ops, right? That's why they ran it. Process is getting the final county certifications in. We'll then move to the risk limiting audit or RLA. At 1 p.m. today, I will make the official designation of which race will be the subject of the RLA. At that time, I will designate that the RLA 
will be the presidential race. With the margin being so close, it will require a full by-hand recount in each county. Fantastic. This will help build confidence. It will be an audit, and, uh, a recount. And, a and frankly, more states should do this, right? Pennsylvania needs to do this. W Wisconsin, Michigan needs to do this. Uh, I think even Arizona should do this with all the bullshit we saw uh, there, um, you know, especially with the, the, the uh, Sharpie thing, <laughs> you know, Sharpie gate, basically. And a recanvas all at once. It will be a heavy lift, but we will work with the counties to get this done in time for our state certification. Many of these workers will be working plenty of overtime. We have all worked hard to bring fair and accurate counts to assure that the will of the voters is reflected in the final count and that every voter will have confidence in the outcome wherever, whether their candidate won or lost. Thank you for coming today. Do we have any questions? All right, so then they go into questions and shit like that. But yeah, so great, uh, great news. Good for Georgia. I forget what the, what was the margin like? Five, like 10,000, like, was it less than 10? Does anybody in chat remember? Was it less than 10,000? Uh, maybe they have it in the article here. Uh, here, let me see. Yeah, they couldn't. Okay, a little bit over. The current margin of votes between President-elect Biden, which is which he's not, like stop saying that, you dumbasses in the media. It's not. The official electoral organs and authorities have not, <laughs> not called us yet. It's just the media. Uh, so between Biden and President Trump is 14,100 or 111, right? Um, so very, very narrow, right? So if there is, I mean, and hopefully, hopefully the right people can still be in place and oversee the, you know, watching the watchers or watching the wild, like the, this is how it is now. This is the, the third world nature of this. Uh, by the way, I wanted to clarify, I, I realize I mispronounced Futhark's uh, term there. Ein Herjar, that's what it's, that's the, that's the term, uh, which is on, on Veterans Day, it's an army of one, those who fight alone and those who have died in battle and are brought to Valhalla by the Val Val Valkyries. Uh, I remember hearing the term uh, a couple of times, I just didn't remember the translation for it. Thank you, uh, Futhark, again for the reminder about that. The Rev Chad Kroger with the diamond says, I knew it was you, Henry, keep up the true news, so <laughs> I'm just kind of joking with you, but uh, thank you, I appreciate that. Uh, Rev Chad Kroger again with the diamond says Vince will get his lemons when he streams. Well, there you go. Thank you for supporting uh, so many of us. We, we appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Uh, the Rev Chad Kroger again with the diamond says, do you know Raging Humanist? Absolutely. We've had him on the, the show like four times, I think. Yeah, and, I, and I've been on their show once and stuff. Uh, yeah, Rage and uh, Rants. Good guys. Good guys for sure. Uh, Mr. Wright with a Ninja Gini. Thank you for that. He says... As mainstream media declared Biden win, Norwegian Prime Minister Anna Solberg congratulated Biden as new POTUS. Yeah, of course. And there were so many people that it was very interesting watching the discrepancy between this, where, you know, Poland didn't recognize Biden, Mexico didn't, Brazil didn't, um, Hungary didn't. It was a number of countries that just like wait, wait, like it's not the, the official. Call has not been had by the uh, by the electoral you know authorities, and uh, but they moved ahead anyway, right? Uh, Ger Germany, for example, and keep in mind too, by the way, like there's servers. The whole voting system is run off of servers in um, in Frankfurt, Germany, where but there's a Spanish company um, running it. I have to today because I didn't do the last stream. I have to play that shortened. I, I cut up some cut out some things from a one hour long interview with Allied Security Operations 
where they show kind of how things work roughly and they basically attempt you know they they attempted to compromise the electoral electronic voting system uh during the 2018 midterm election in Dallas and they much of it is still intact in place it runs in the same way and shit like that and what they discovered was just i mean unbelievable you can basically just insert votes in a number of different like locations in in the, in the stream and in, in the system uh that again that's why you saw those weird glitches right glitches they call it but but like when it's 20,000 increase for Biden and it, and, and at this instant there is 20,000 decrease for Trump things like that right all right anyway um uh, GCGC with the diamond I think Denmark didn't congratulate Biden either well good uh, that's very, very good. So anyway, while we're in Georgia, uh, this is now basically where a lot of things is hinging on Georgia, the outcome there. There's runoff elections there, Senate races and stuff like that. Um, Frank Luntz, which is a, a, a big, phony, bogus, you know, conservative. Um, words that work. Look up some of his old, uh, his old work, by the way. Uh, some terms he's invented have been very good. And some has been uh, not so good, but yeah, he's, he's working on, you know, word uh, smith, right? He's reshaping ideas and concepts to get people to either, you know, go along with something or to uh, reject something, basically. But yeah, GOP pollster, Frank Luntz, calls Georgia's unresolved Senate races the most important in modern times. The undecided Senate races in Georgia are the most important Senate elections in modern times, Frank Luntz told CNBC. Both Senate seats are being held by Republicans. One of the races is held um, held to a January 5th runoff, while others is too close to call, according to NBC News. If the Democrats can win both of these seats back, then they will be in control of the Senate, as well as the House and the White House. So, uh, no, because this is not settled yet, but, you know, that's these turncoats, uh, GOP people, right? That's what they say. Uh, yeah, so, so very important, right? Uh, the races in Georgia... So I've seen that people like uh, AOC has gone in, uh, the Democrat machine has started uh, pouring into millions into these Georgia races. And, and obviously because of that, uh, you also have uh, the, the Republicans joining in on that too. Here's some of the Telegraph 2024 Republican candidates to descend on Georgia to keep Senate. Uh, there will be two Senate runoffs in January. And I forget exactly the, the details on this, but there's basically... Uh, they could basically be the whole presidential election and everything that we're seeing now with the lawsuits and with still recounting and all this stuff could still end up dragging all the way into January. There is a deadline where it has to be settled. And it's interesting because if if Trump and, and, and you know, the GOP or others on, on his team, if they can stall this process too, there, there are other things that happen constitutionally. Now, the Democrats will say that he's like, he's, he's, committing the coup, right? That's what the, the, the claim is now. It's he who's trying to rig the election. He's uh, part, you know, part of the election fraud and shit like that. But if you look at what the Constitution says, it, it's like there could be down to votes per uh, where one uh, representative per state, for example, gets one one vote, right, on who's supposed to be president and stuff like that. Uh, I watched a stream yesterday of someone who broke that down better than I'm doing here, but basically there are things constitutionally that could happen if it's if it's unresolved, right? And it goes into this like, okay, this has to be settled now because the transition team needs to be in place, and by January 20th, you know, all of that needs to be you know you know finished basically, right? But so partially due to these late runoff races in uh, Georgia, uh, it could it could draw out for for much longer. So we'll, we'll see. We'll we'll keep monitoring this, but yeah, there's still 
ways that Trump could could end up getting this. And maybe even if he goes the litigious route here, Trump, then one of the objectives might even be to intentionally stall it, right? And again, none of that is like none of that is actually illegal. Uh, it, it would be completely constitutional. While the other side would say this is a is a coup, they're they're uh, you know they're they're faking everything, they're rigging the election. And again, imagine the spurg outs by the by the left at that point, right? By Antifa, BLM, and all this shit. So yeah, they're pl they're playing with fire. But it could be that they know exactly what they're doing, and it could be that they want to create as much social upheaval as possible, as much violence as possible. And the gay ops that the media has been running is part of is part of that. But we'll see. It remains to be seen. I mean, hopefully, I'm wrong. Uh, but yeah, so real clear politics ended up backing pulling back as well, which is interesting. They currently have Biden down to 259. Uh, at least last time I checked there. We'll, we'll we'll check in again. Maybe they have him above that now. I think this was was a two day a day ago I, I did this. And Trump is is higher up now because of both Alaska and North Carolina. But it was interesting that. When they asked, when they've previously called it, they ended up, you know, retracting that and say, no, uh, you know, some of these states now are, are it's a toss up basically, right? So currently, let me go here. Okay, yeah, interesting. So Biden Harris has uh, two fifty nine still on their side. If you go to Trump Pence two seventeen, so yes, they've gi given him Alaska here. They have not given him North Carolina though, which I don't know why, right? So that's additional, uh, that's additional votes right there. Uh, South Carolina they've called, but then not Georgia because we have recount there. And then Pennsylvania still grayed out and Arizona. Right, that's Arizona, yeah. Um, so yeah, very, very interesting. So some media are, of course, uh, decent here. Even Newsmax, who played that clip in the Weekend Warrior show, uh, they have uh, uh, decided not to call this. And, and some other media outlets have, have decided, they've been responsible in not playing along with this color revolution nonsense, right? Um, Okay, uh, Draconian Gip of Death with the diamond says, all alt media as presenters, uh, all alt media as presenters, collective network. Yeah, I mean, it is, right? It, it, it kind of is that. It's just the downside when you get everything. If you would centralize something, you open yourself up to vulnerabilities. I think it's better that it is, I mean, it is a network in and of itself, all the different various, you know, uh, content uh, uh, creators and, uh, alt news people, independent media, and all that stuff. It it, it is. I mean, and uh, you know, on the internet, we're we're beating uh, mainstream media at least for <laughs> for the most part when we were on the internet or on the. Uh, excuse me. That was a, maybe that's a Freudian slip of something to come. Maybe I tapped into something. They're trying to get it. Off, I mean, get it get it off the internet altogether. And that might happen under Biden too. We 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 covered some of that in the uh, latest show. Uh, but yeah, on YouTube, I meant on YouTube. I saw that there's some other channels now. They're being basically YouTube had this. Uh, policy that if you discuss elect the election and we don't approve of it, we'll 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 kick you off. I think it was um, Mr. Obvious still has his channel, but I think it was demonetized. So next step, of course, is that he will lose the channel, right? Uh, so you can't discuss the election, you can't discuss the results, you can't speculate, you can't theorize, you can't look at the statistics and talk about possibilities and different outcomes. Or when we've caught the media in blatant lies, you just need to sit up and shut up, right? That's what they uh, that's what they want. Uh, okay, uh, Tame Damon, Ninja Guinea, thank you, says, how will Trump treat Beijing, uh, treat, I guess, yeah, Beijing Biden after he can, uh, or how will, sorry, how will Trump treat Be <laughs> Benji, sorry, I'm reading, Be I heard, uh, was it, um, 
Biden, uh, not Benji Biden, like Peking Biden or something like that, right? Uh, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But yeah, Benji, after he congratulated Biden, or did I miss you on that? Wait a minute, how will Trump treat Benji after he congratulated Biden? Uh, I have, I have no, <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe I said something. Uh, maybe it was a slip up on my part. Uh, but no, I think I think Beijing Biden is a pretty good uh, uh, nickname, though. Uh, I mean, he's in he's in the pocket of a lot of interests, including Israel. He'll be you know gung ho on on Israel and Zionism and everything as usual. Uh, APAC was ready to uh, ready to go to work, you know, with Biden and stuff like that. Uh, but he's in he's he's in uh, Beijing's pocket too, obviously. Uh, thank you, uh, Tame Damon, for the Ninja Guinea. Filbert Apple. And sorry for sorry for I missed that. Uh, Filbert Apple bag with a diamond. Uh, worldtruthvideos.org, a good source for free speech. Uh, yeah, World Truth Video. Uh, videos, actually, it is. Worldtruthvideos.org. I was going to check that out. I, I had a window open for it. Um, someone sent a link the other day, but yeah, I'll check it out. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's a good uh, alternative. Never know. Thank you, Philbert. Uh, Chad Ricky with a diamond. Actually, uh, sorry, with a uh, Ninja Guinea. Thanks, sir. It says, uh, tell us... That wasn't you dancing with the pumpkin. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was me. I did that uh, earlier today, down in the uh, in front of the green, <laughs> front of the green screen. I just I love the last uh, the last move there. I think what, what was the backstory on that? It was like let me see here. K. There was a local news station. Let me see here. That's hilarious. Again, the recorded audience who's watching this later on on Red Ice members or Red Ice TV or Bitchute will have like no idea what this is. But I played a funny clip. Uh, before <laughs> before I start up the recording uh, on the stream, yeah, KX KXVO, I think it is. There's some some lo local news station that wanted some kind of Halloween content for. This is like back in 2006, and I find like the the unedited version on on YouTube is hilarious. Uh, anyway, all right, uh, let me let me continue there. Uh, Ron White Wolf, uh, Ronulf White Wolf. I always mispronounce your name. Sorry about that. Uh, with a diamond. Good morning from Korea. Keep up the good work. Thank you, uh, sir. And good morning to you as well. Uh, kick lighter with a diamond. Oyve, uh, do as you're told, Goy. Uh, yeah, that's that's right. As long as you obey. Um, actually, it's not going to be good enough in the in the in the long run. If you've if you've ever disobeyed in some kind of capacity, then it will be uh, it will be. Uh, It'll be the re-education camps as we go into the fourth industrial uh, revolution here with you. Uh, but yes, uh, uh, Tame Damon with the diamond. Oh, yeah, okay, Benji. So, so I'm used to BB. Okay, Tame Damon says with the diamond. I meant Benjamin Netanyahu. Yeah, 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 Benji. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm I, I, sorry. I missed that totally. Yeah, BB. I, I'm, I'm used to, but maybe not Benji. But that makes sense. Um, yeah, how will Trump treat Benji after he con congratulated Biden? Yeah, so I so someone said that uh, he. Uh, I don't know if you, you you caught the beginning of the stream, but that he unfollowed uh, Benjamin Netanyahu on, uh, on on Twitter, which which again it might not be true. It might just be someone who's making a joke or whatever. But it, obviously, be, it has to be tense after that, right? And uh, you know, as many people said, he's like, yeah, Trump is playing politics. I mean, he knows what he needs to do. He can't just go out guns blazing and change everything at once. And I mean, if that's true, then. Sure, good on him in, in one way, but of course a, a pushback will have to happen sooner or later. And maybe if, you, if we saw that betrayal that, that we did from, from Benjamin Netanyahu and stuff like that, um, then I would hope that Trump would, uh, that that would sour significantly their, their relations. So if Trump does get in, if what they're trying to do is, is pulled off, if the coup isn't successful, 
by the Democrats, then that's going to be very interesting to watch. Very interesting. Uh, but yeah, th uh, thank you for clearing clearing that up, Tame. Uh, appreciate that, and uh, that makes sense. Uh, I'll, I'll note Benji next time for uh, for for Netanyahu. Or what is it? Netanyahu. Uh, the last red squirrels. Diamond, thank you. Let Leto Bear with a uh, diamond says never forget the rollerblading incident. What was that? Never forget the rollerblading incident. I don't even know what that is. <clears throat> Maybe if I'm reminded of it, but I can't remember it uh, off the top of my head right now. Omega Man Prime uh, with a diamond. We must love our slavery or else. Yeah, that's right. You got it. All right. Uh, and I see one over on Entropy Stream as well. Lycan Warrior. Thank you, Lycan Warrior for five. Says YouTube now starting to demonetize conservative channels that talk about election fraud like Mr. Obvious and uh, Josiah Rices. Josiah. I've actually haven't seen that channel. Josiah Rices, Rices but I know of Mr. Obvious and, and yeah. Uh, I did see that he was demonetized, and of course, next step in that process is that you will uh, you will uh, lose your channel, basically. So yeah, uh, I mean, it's time to get off of YouTube. It's, it's just uh, content creators that are there right now should just get off of YouTube. As as respect to everybody that has been censored and to hurt YouTube, it, it maximal. This will never happen, and the majority of the audiences that are YouTube will never leave for a different different platform, which is just sad. And uh, and uh, uh, I mean, it's sad. I mean, you. Alternatives are going to continue to grow. Don't get me wrong, but the majority, like of of you know the the, the boomers on YouTube and stuff, they're they're never going to get off of YouTube. Um, that's why, like you know, a lot of the channels that were kind of smaller, maybe a year or two years ago, before the mass like censorship started, they've been gaining tremendously in the last uh, in the last year, six months, three months, because it's the only left, only thing left on YouTube, right? All right. So anyway, New York Times tried to assure us here earlier today. Thank you, uh, like and worry by by the way for that. Appreciate it. Um, New York Times, New York Slimes, try to assure us here today about saying the Times has called officials in every state. No evidence of voter fraud. Well, how good. The president and his allies have baselessly claimed that rampant voter fraud stole victory from him. Officials contacted by the Times said that there were no irregularities that affected the outcome. And so this is what they do. We're like, well, but the officials are part of rigging the election. The riggers are the officials. The riggers are those who are tapped into the system. The very people that held people out, for example, out of the uh, uh, you know electoral when they were in the vote vote, vote counting was happening. They were escorting Republican uh, pollster poll watchers out, and the data glitches that we've seen. Right, the back end like Dominion, the software. By the way, the Clinton Foundation has a hand in that. Uh, Nancy Pelosi has had some interest in one of the softwares programs being used. Uh, some of the uh, software hammer and scorecard. We've talked about that. That's an Obama uh, program that was running, right? They will never address these things. Then, then the the mail-in votes that got dumped at four in the morning in three states: Michigan, uh, Pennsylvania, and uh, Wisconsin. They have yet to accurately address what that is. How could that happen? How could ever 100% of the votes that came in only be for Biden, right? So they get away with it by just not addressing the proof that's already out there. And as I said in the beginning of the show, if you just discounted without even looking at what's out there, and 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 even as the other side is still forming their legal case, in other words, they're interviewing people, they're creating, they're uh, collecting affidavits, sworn uh, witness testimony. They're collecting as much information as they can. In some cases, they've already started this. In some cases, I saw that there's been judges sh shooting this down already, which I assume they would do, right? 
because they probably have people on the inside. Maybe people have been threatened. I, there is no no place where these people, where the deep state, where the globalists wouldn't go and wouldn't do in order to ensure that Trump is out of the White House, right? They will and and they will and they basically can do anything. So the media is part of this gay op, and that's why you see articles like this. And so don't buy it because they really don't go through uh, go through it, right? We had a story on the website, it's up on red uh, TV right now. Voter fraud and election meddling evidence floods social media. And this is not at all everything. It, this is just a, a handful of things in the beginning. Some of it has even been, you know, censored and stuff like that, right? But it's just a good overview. Some of the videos that have been coming out and, you know, just the most bizarre things and testimony and people claim they saw this, they did this, and they uh, didn't have access to that. And it just keeps going. The U USPS thing we'll get into in a moment too. Another evidence of how the media has been caught red-handed lying and just making shit up. Yeah, I know, shocking, right? Um, so this just keeps going. And so will this be investigated? Will this be addressed? Will they touch on this? No, in most cases, they just ignore it. And is every item of this correct? No, of course. It could be something which is not uh, right. And, and it's uh, someone who's joking or they're just making uh, a video on, on social media and claiming that or whatever. But the point is that they're shooting it down before they even, even looked at it, right? That's And that's the problem, right? Um, so yeah, New York Times no voting fraud, which is just which is just outrageous, right? But it, we can't we can't expect anything else. You cannot turn to the institution that's that's part of the lie to get truth about the lie or or, or exposing the lie. It's just not going to happen. The mainstream media machine, the lying press, is part of all of this. They're the ones at the forefront of this. Social media, mainstream legacy media. And then, of course, the, the the globalist class, which which we you know the, the the Democrat side, basically the far left side, right? All right. Anyway, woman who voted for Trump in Texas shocked to find record of her voting via mail-in ballot in California. Amanda Murphy moved to Texas a year ago, right? So this is a, again, it's just was one of these things, right? And this, and we've seen hundreds and hundreds of this. I saw some other debunking of well, there wasn't dead people haven't been you know haven't been voting in the election. It's like that's this is. They, this is officially recognized. Every every election, they they have to clean up their voter rolls because it's always people who are who are dead or you know someone's cat got to vote or something. This happens all the time, right? Um, so yeah, so here here is another example. Amanda Murphy uh, found information on, on the website <coughs> uh, of a ballot that was accepted in yeah, so what's that? California then? Yep, California. Uh, but she's living in Texas, right? So, yep, this is the kind of shit that you see. Uh, check out the article for full, full details. I won't go through the the entire thing right now, but uh, uh, the screenshots are there, and it's all uh, more more proof, right? More proofs. Um, Fidelis, Fidelis, seventeen seventy five, I believe it is, uh, with a diamond says "Boog now and never hold your <laughs> your peace." <laughs> Jay Wallace with a diamond. My name is Rate. Rate Higgers and I hate riggers. There you go. Uh, Rodders Nottingham with the diamond says COVID vaccine is the Kalergi plan for Europe. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't trust it. Wouldn't take that vaccine. De Blasio's daughter, in verbal slip up, claimed that uh, Biden was able to steal the election. <clears throat> wow, is that is that uh, is that uh, De Blasio's daughter right there? Nice, cool. Uh, yeah, this is Mayor De Blasio's daughter in New York. And I am the lady in the yellow hat. Okay, let's see. Why, why do you think this is so special? Why do you guys have a problem? Well, for me, it's really special because now we have 
Oops. All right, I get it. So she says, Joe Biden was able to steal. I mean, rig. No. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, so that's de Blasio's daughter. Interesting. Let's listen to that again. That's, that's incredible. And then it's all about that. Oh, my God. I have a clip later. Well, this is one of those we have to pull out and probably play it during the Flashback Friday show, too, and others, because it's just so incredible what's happening in some of the schools right now. Just because Kabbalah Harris has gotten in and, like, just symbolically what that means and how they're acting on that and stuff. And it's like, if you had any... If you had any white politician running on like, well, I'm I'm wh I'm white, and that's why it's important that I get into office, kind of thing, it would have been just. I mean, it would have been these people would have been hung for 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 racism charges, basically. But that's all it is now. It's just like, oh my God, it's someone who's looking this different skin color for the first time, and this is like some religious uh, ceremony to these people. But anyway, let's go back to the clip here again. Now, so I don't know, is it just that she's heard so many of these claims so there's a slip up or is it that she actually knows something and so she decides to or not decides she just makes a freudian slip and she oops and she just you have to backpedal or what what is this about here exactly because this is this is very interesting and joe biden was able to steal steal now because it's a win The win? <laughs> no, he's a. <laughs> this is incredible. All right, I want better quality of that. Is that uh, is that MSNBC or N just N NBC? MSNBC or NBC? I think. Uh, if anybody has the, the uh, if anybody has seen that and have a good quality clip of that, definitely send it to me. Red Eyes at protomail.com or DM it on Twitter at Red Eyes TV. I think DMs are open there. Or my personal one, Henrik underscore Palmgren, Palmgren, because uh, I would definitely want to uh, definitely want to see that in a little better quality too. But yeah, there you go, De Blasio, uh, which of course De Blasio, according to um, the uh, uh, what is his name again, uh, Paul Krugman. Let's remember it. He's the uh, de Blasio is the future. Remember the, the, the clip that we played many times? Uh, Paul Krugman, who is the, isn't he for the like Fed chairman or something? Or what was it he was head of again? The Treasury or something like that, right? Wasn't it? Uh, as, as he was coming down on, on, on his words here, crazy white rural Americans. And, the, and, and people like Ted Cruz can still do a lot of, a lot of damage out there. But uh, then he went on to say that the few, but the future is people like De Blasio, uh, as white uh, the, the white demographics keeps uh, going down. There's no doubt about what this is about and what they see symbolically that this is a victor of. I'm talking about the Biden Kabbalah Harris campaign. Uh, Rodgers Nottingham again says with a diamond Kalergi plan for Europe in a syringe. Yeah, I don't trust it. I have a story on that right at the end. I'll put time for that. It's uh, some crazy stuff happening with that. Left Leto Bear with the diamond. Stay out of the cities, grow food, and make white babies. Good suggestion. Um, I have a I have a suggestion here too. 
uh, go go here. So uh, finally made the graphic that I wanted. Go go here if you're if you're in the U.S. Right? You see that ring there? That's a good uh, that's a good place. Go there. All right. Okay. Start thinking about it now. If you have a job where you can get transferred, start looking into it. Get out of these cities and just remove yourself from other parts of the country. That, that's what I would suggest. I, I know that there's some people that won't and that they will even be angry, maybe hearing it or something like that. You know, they want to like, no, I'm it's like West Virginia is good and stuff. And I like, look, I totally get it. And that's fine. But I think it'll be impossible at the end to uh, to uh, <clears throat> to hold some of those areas. Uh, as the demographic change and as they begin to, I mean, literally just turn on people uh, just because they're of European descent and this craziness, right? We're already seeing that in a lot of big cities. Uh, but yeah, go go there. Go there. Um, I had some family on my grandma's side, by the way, that uh, settled uh, Idaho and the Dakotas and stuff like that. I think I still have some family there, uh, actually, on my on my grandma's side. Uh, and you know, again, they came at a time when there was no, there was no, uh, there was no social security office that you could show up at and just get, uh, get, get gibs and handouts or, I mean, these people had to work and build that they had nothing. Uh, people died when they came and they had nothing. There was no, no government in that sense that you can go and line up at and, and just, uh, you know, get, uh, you know, get, get something for free. Basically you had to, you had to work and you had to survive yourself hard times. And now they're just lambasted and punished and, and resented and hated uh, these people for what they did. But now, of course, but everyone wants to come to America and benefit of those fruits, right? The, well, the, whatever is left now. Uh, what is the latest tally chat? 23 trillion in debt or what is it now? Um, some insane shit like that. All right. Uh, anyway, let me back go back on track here. Yeah, so I wanted to uh, continue to point out this that as the, as the media and social media and the Democrats establishment, the deep state, globalists, far leftists, all these, the, the, this, this unholy alliance between all these forces are going together to push out Trump and, and fight. It's basically, it's the, the empire strikes back, right? That's what we're seeing here with this coup, uh, with this color revolution. Note, too, that Hillary Clinton, we covered it at the time. This is from, I think, August or something. Yeah, late August that she told Biden that he should not concede the election under any circumstances, right? So, so imagine that flip and that switch that they can end up doing, where they program every, everybody that Trump will, will steal the election, the media hands it to Biden, and then it turns out legally, because it's not settled yet, that it will go to Trump, and then Biden will not concede, because, and, and the whole opposite side are convinced that it's Trump doing a coup, and, and Biden should not, in, under any circumstances, back down or anything like that. The, the, the country cannot have two presidents. The population literally divided right down the middle, unless, of course, it's true that millions of mail-in ballots in the favor of Biden basically gave Trump a landslide victory, right? It's still tens of millions of people, obviously, I think, that legit voted for Biden, obviously. But we might never know the, the real numbers, which is also kind of sad, actually. Maybe the... Maybe they ha maybe the Maybe the people who do rig these elections, I mean, they, they can't, they can't, they will never be able to accurately, let's assume that they had a, a real count themselves and then the count that, uh, that they've managed to, to convince everybody that is the real count, the fake count, right? Or the fake tally. Uh, imagine if they had the real one and they just saw how, like, how bad it was, at, like, just how many people did vote for Trump, uh, but they would, ne they would not know, 
you know, again, the po- the postal worker that threw out the Trump ballots or lit them on fire or put them in a dumpster or in a landfill or something or ripped them up or changed them at the polling stations at the at the vote and stuff. So that's the question, right? We will therefore never have an accurate answer. But at least potentially those who rigged the electronic systems and those who dumped, in some cases, tens of thousands of, of votes in favor of Biden, why they yanked it from Trump, that might be an accurate record there. I'm not sure. We'll listen to that clip in a moment there about the uh, uh, the electronic voting fraud, uh, how that works on the back end. Because you have to catch it in you have to catch it in real time to to see it. And if you don't, the 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 guy explains it better than me. But he, the, then the record of that is like lost, basically, right? Um, so yeah, so this is the irresponsibility of people like uh, Clinton. And again, think about it: the Clinton Initiative had an interest in Dominion, the software being used, right? Uh, so, so this one is, it was going around on Twitter. And if you didn't see it, this is just incredible stuff, right? BBC back in September, 2016 had an article called vote rigging, how to spot the telltale signs or telltale signs. Yes, it is. Now this is about the, the situation in, in Africa, African countries, sub-Saharan African countries, third world countries. And it is... It's inc- okay, let me just read this here because this is incredible stuff, right? And you realize that like this is this is the state of, of America right now. Gabon's opposition says it was cheated of victory after official results showed a turnout of 99.93% in President Ali Bongo's home region, with 95% of votes in his favor. Elizabeth Blunt had witnessed many elections across Africa as both a BBC journalist and election observer and look at six signs of possible election rigging. And of course, as we've said, we've had 120% voter turnout. In some districts, it was as high and and even going over 200%. Too many voters. Watch the turnout figures. They can be a big giveaway. You never get a 98% or 99% turnout in an honest election. You just don't. Voting is compulsory in Gabon, but it's not enforced. Even in Australia, where it is enforced, where you can have when you can vote by poster online and can be fined for not voting, turnout only reaches 90 to 95 percent. The main reason that a full turnout is practically impossible is that electoral registers, even if they are recently compiled, can rarely be up uh, be 100 percent up to date. Even if no one gets sick or has travel uh, or has to, or has to travel, people still die. And when a registered is updated, new voters are keen to add themselves to the list. No one, however, has any great enthusiasm for removing the names of those who have died. And over time, the number of these non-existent voters increases. Right. So, the, so they've tried to debunk that. Well, that that doesn't happen. And no, it's not dead people and shit like that. They still have people 120 years old uh, voting. Uh, you know, in Pennsylvania, some of these places, right? I once reported on an election in the Niger, Niger Delta where some areas had a turnout of more than 120%. So that's that's part of them. That's this is America now. This is what's happening in America now. It's like it's it's a coup of a banana republic that doesn't even bother covering its own tracks, and they're doing right in front of everybody without any shame. And, and but then they have, of course, they have social media and the, and the mainstream media with with them, right? So they can just they can pull this shit. I mean, it doesn't work. There's there's tens of millions of people that know 
what happened. And they know that they're lying when they're trying to deny it, too. Uh, they're very healthy people around here and very civic-minded, a local official assured, assured me. But a turnout of more than 100% in an area or an individual polling station is a major red flag. And a reason to cancel the result and rerun the election. A high turnout in specific areas, even where the turnout is within the bounds of possibilities. If the figure is wildly different from the turnout elsewhere, it serves as a warning. Why would one particular area or one individual police station have a 90% turnout while most other areas registered less than 70%? And I believe this is the case, right? This is this is happening in a lot of those in a lot of the key swing states, battleground states where there's now, you know, lawsuits happening and stuff like that. They had 90, 95, 98, 100, 120% turnout. Something strange is almost certainly going on, especially if the high turnout in an area which favors one particular candidate or party over another. Oy vey. Large number of invalid votes. There are other more subtle, subtle ways that riggers can increase this. All right, this is just incredible stuff, right? There are other more subtle ways that riggers can increase the votes. Or reduce them. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is BBC here. This is 2016 BBC. Way ahead of the curve. God, they're meme setters. They're trending. BBC are trend setters. Keep an eye on the number of votes excluded as invalid. Even in countries with low liter literacy rates, uh, this isn't uh, normally above 5%. Then what was it again? I showed... Um, was that last stream? We showed that most people... I think it was Philadelphia or so, somewhere. I forget where. Like they can't, the, all these people can't read, but they, they but they're allowed to vote. Remember, we show that, right? Uh, high number of invalid votes can mean that officials are disqualifying ballots for the slightest imperfection, even when the voter's intention is perfectly clear, in an attempt to depress votes for their opponents. And this is exactly what we saw, right? In, in places like Arizona with the with the pens and in. Um, Places where they've changed, where basically Republican uh, GOP poll, GOP poll wa watchers get, did not get close, they couldn't see. So when there was an inconsistency with the ballots, you know, they have that correcting or the, uh, what's the term they use again? They, uh, not correcting, it's it's another legal term that they use for it. I forget what it was, but they, uh, oh, damn it. But the, po the point is still the same. They, they look at it and they, they see that something is wrong, but they clearly can see that they're like, okay, well, this is the candidate they, they wanted. And they just, uh, you know, put it down. They take a new ballot and then there's oversight. You know, there are people looking from both sides of the aisle that they, that they copy the right thing. And so that the machine can read it. Yeah, cur curing. Thank you. Thank you. This is who we are. So it's curing. That's right. They cure uh, the ballots, right? And so if that process, we don't know. Pennsylvania, they say, um, they say like, you know, potentially hundreds of thousands of ballots were counted, not overseen by any GOP Republicans, right? Um, more votes than ballot papers issued. When the polls close and before they open the boxes, election officials normally have to go through a complicated and rather tedious process known as the reconciliation of ballots. Yeah, I've heard about, I'll, I'll learn about all these new terms and stuff, looking into this stuff. After they have counted uh, how many ballot papers uh, they have, they received in the morning, they then need to count how many are left and how many, if any, were torn or otherwise spoiled and had to be put aside. The results will tell them how many papers should be in the box. It should also match the numbers of checked off on the register. You have other things like that too, like, what is it? You have, need to have witnesses when you 
that I've signed and their correct address on it if, if they did mailing voting and stuff like that. And in some cases, there's been states that have changed the laws that no, there has to, it's okay if ballots don't have uh, a witness with an address on it. And we'll, 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 and again, the majority of these were all for Biden, right? And so they've changed and tweaked the laws to benefit the side that's rigging it, right? Uh, so that they will pass and get through. Even the, the Pennsylvania side, they, they were ordered by the Supreme Court to segregate the ballots that came in after 8 p.m. on election day, which they, did, which they didn't do. They, they just didn't do it, right? And so that's one of the uh, legal cases that's, that's running right now in Pennsylvania uh, because we don't know how many additional. But again, keep in mind, they showed up at 4 in the morning. The uh, attorney general in Pennsylvania came out, no, we need to. We're all very tired today uh, or here tonight, so we're going we're gonna to take a break. We're gonna we're gonna all go home and get some sleep, and we'll start again tomorrow, which is just unheard of, right? And so people are like, okay, what happened? And then at three or four a.m. in the morning, hundred thirty-eight thousand, hundred twenty thousand, whatever the exact number was, uh, mail-in votes are, are literally dumped, right? You have weird shit in other parts of the country, like uh, USPS vans or a white van or a, a, a white Lamborghini Lamborghini showed up with like boxes of mail-in votes and shit like that like what is what is this we have the we have those articles on the website go go and check this one here voter fraud and election meddling evidence flood social media uh this video right here at the uh, right at the beginning the third the first video second video down uh testimony from in michigan well, this is a white uh, lamborghini lamborghini showed up and just dumped like boxes of, of votes um let me see where was i the first task um when the box is open is to count the number of papers inside. This is done prior to the counting, the votes for the different candidates. If there's a discrepancy, something is wrong. And if there are more papers in the boxes than were issued by the polling staff, it's highly likely that someone has been doing some stuffing. That's right, stuffing. That's good enough reason to cancel the result and arrange rerun, right? So this will never have happen in America, despite the fact that all these things. It goes on from here. I mean, I'm not going to read the rest, but yeah, delay in announcing results. It's of course, something that happened, right? So that they can get in and see, well, how many more do we need for this candidate? Then they'd rig that, right? Uh, results do, uh, that don't match. Obviously, we have that and glitches and stuff like that. So yeah, this is... This is this is America. This is this is a, com a complete rundown exactly of what happened in this election. I'm surprised this BBC article hasn't been altered or uh, canceled or, or censored or banned or blocked or something like that, right? Uh, which is just incredible, right? But yeah, so we had this clip. I, I played it in the short little compilation right at the beginning of the stream, not the recorded version. Again, check out the latest video uh, called "Conflict" or it's in the thum uh, thumbnail "Conflict," and you see this. This uh, is part of that compilation. But uh, just again to reiterate that point. Uh, Pompeo, Secretary of State, big neocon, by the way. So I'm surprised he didn't stab Trump in the back as of yet, at least. Maybe that will come. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, look, listen to uh, what he said um, about this here. There will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. All right, we're, we're ready. The, the world is watching what's taking place here. We're going to count all the votes. When the process is complete, there'll be electors selected. There's a process. The Constitution lays it out pretty clearly. The world should have every confidence that the transition necessary to make sure that the State Department is functional today, successful today, and successful with the president who's in office on January 20th, a minute afternoon, will also be successful. I went through a transition on the front, and I've, I've been on the other side of this. I'm very confident that we will 
uh, do all the things that are necessary to make sure that the, the government, the United States government, will continue to perform its national security function as we go forward. So you believe there's widespread voter fraud, that the reports that we're getting from Pennsylvania, from Michigan, showing vote totals and massive leads or significant leads with 99% reporting are going to be overturned and that the United States failed to conduct a fraudulent free election? Rich, I'm the Secretary of State. I'm getting calls from all across the world. These people are watching our election. They understand that we have a legal process. They understand that this takes time, right? It took us 30 It's not called, right? It's not called yet. The media has, and they're pretending, they're playing. They're, they're playing dress up. They're, they're, play, they're crowning King Biden and eventually Kabbalah Harris, right? Because he will be out. They'll use the 25th Amendment if that gets through. And if they rig somehow the Georgia races that, that are left, uh, and end up controlling that, the Democrats will control the House and the Senate, uh, if I'm understanding that situation correct, as the article said previously, right? That'll be fun. That'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. And I, and I have a couple of things, a couple of items of what we can expect under uh, a Biden presidency too, by the way. Some of the things he's already stated that he will and is going to do, not only with this COVID stuff, but the borders and all kinds of stuff, right? Seven plus days in an election back in 2000, conducted a successful transition then, I'm very confident that we will count and we must count every legal vote. We must make sure that any vote that wasn't lawful ought not be counted. That dilutes your vote if it's done improperly. Got to get that right. When we get it right, we'll get it right. We're, we're, we're in good shape. We're in good shape. All right. Yeah, see, no, he's right. I'm very surprised by that. Uh, renounce yet with the diamond says the electoral college won't decide until December. No, I mean, that's right. And it might even be uh, further dragged out, not only pending lawsuits, but if the uh, if the litigious individuals involved want to try to uh, try to complicate the situation by dragging it out further. And then you have, as I said, that situation with uh, I should maybe excuse me, maybe Friday. I can see if I can find that article and pull that out because it's kind of important, you know, how what the constitution what the constitution says in that case, um, and and how the legal process would work, right? So the other side, the opposition, the coup people will will claim that that's illegal, uh, it's a coup, it's a fraud, blah blah blah. When it's when it's not, right? When it's completely constitutional. Um, Draconian Gip of Death says with a diamond. Uh, talk about Freudian slip. Fuck Kabbalah Harris. Lol. Well, that's intentional, right? We that's what we've dubbed her now, Kabbalah Harris. <clears throat> with her with her husband you guys see the uh, uh the photo that we're using in the beginning in the compilation uh, it's just i i love that one that's <laughs> let me see if i can lower this here a little bit but yeah the photo here uh let me see where is it here this one here look at this holy smokes there's the photo there's uh, there's a kabbalah harris for you guys right there enjoy if the coup is successful that's your that's your next president right there ladies and gentlemen kabbalah Harris. Kick lighter says with a diamond. Uh, fuck that third world uh, uh, whore. I uh, quoting. <laughs> which which one? I'm I'm not sure which one you're <laughs> you're talking about. But uh, uh, thank you, uh, Kick lighter for the uh, for the kind words. I appreciate that. Uh, pseudonym one with a diamond says hi Enric. Will you be in Washington D.C. Saturday? Not sure yet. Um, maybe. Maybe not. Still, uh, still pending. Um, we'll see. I'll, I'll probably decide here soon. And actually, I actually have a, I have a story on that later on too. Uh, the mayor on DC, how she's preventing. You know, we have basically there's a stop to steal 
uh, event, right, that's coming up here uh, Saturday, Washington, D.C., November 14th, um, under the hashtag March for Trump, Trump, <laughs> Trump, <laughs> and uh, it's, I guess, more or less, it's the Stop the Steal kind of groups or group that, that's arranging or, or, or putting this together. And uh, the Facebook group was, of course, banned. We've heard all this kind of stuff, right? They're trying to stop it. I even saw that the, I think it's the Infowars crowd. They were, uh, they have a channel or group on Parler uh, right now. And I think it was Stop the Steel Caravan or Caravan. Uh, I believe it was. I'll see if I can find it here later. But so there's a couple of sources, right? Uh, but yeah, I'll return to that a little bit later with that story. You can uh, beat me to it there. But yeah, regarding... Um, yeah, the the mayor of D.C., right, she's doing like these COVID, uh, mandatory COVID tests from certain states or, or, you know, not the nearby states need to do it and stuff. And I think that, that obviously that's intentional, you know, to, to try to shut it down, basically, or try to at least limit the clientele, right? Because I think either they won't take COVID tests or they don't want to, or uh, maybe we can have, maybe there will be false positives. Maybe they will rig the, the tests, right? And we've talked about that. There's so many false positives. And then they can say, no, you can't come. Maybe that will happen. I don't know, right? I have no idea how this will play out. Uh, ice Wallow Come. Com, uh, ice Wallow Come. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, or Wallow, maybe. Uh, with a Ninja Gini. Thank you, sir. It says, shout out uh, to my best friends at the, hate, at the Hate Bus Podcast. Congrats on three years of hilarity, boys. Thank you for the Ninja Gini. Ice, wa- ice Wallow. I appreciate that. Mr. Wright with a Ninja Gini. Biden and Trump like two cars downhill. I haven't heard. Uh, uh, I'm not sure what that is, by the way. I think I've maybe heard it in passing, but I haven't had time to listen uh, yet, by the way. Mr. Wright with a Ninja Gini. Biden and Trump like two cars downhill towards a cliff. Joe have zero brakes. Trump's got 10%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I get your I get your point. But again, I mean, if you want to if you want if you want to rearrange some stuff so that you can you can go here then those four years is going to be very appreciative because the insanity that's going to be lined up here in a Biden in a Biden presidency, a Kabbalah Harris presidency, is insane. Uh, Draconian Gimp of Death with a diamond. Only the most dodgy-est of shit happens at 3 to 4 a.m. You got that right. Thank you. Jay Wallace, diamond. Riggers to Rakanda now. Draconian Gimp of Death. Uh, Ninja Gini. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, Gorilla Hand. With a diamond, uh, with a diamond says, "I'm from Den- Denmark." Denmark, I guess it would be with that. I'm from Denmark. <laughs> I guess would be the uh, the uh, the uh, pronunciation of that. Thank you, uh, Gorilla Hand. I appreciate that. Very kind of you, Gorilla Hand. Uh, Cuckfree Zone over on Entropy Stream for five says only Wyoming or the whole region, uh, Idaho, Montana, S. Uh, South Dakota, why? Yeah, so the whole the whole region. That's what that's what I'm saying. That the whole that whole red region up there, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, South Dakota, North Dakota. There's even parts of I, I hear Eastern Washington. That's all right. Maybe parts of Northern Utah, stuff like that, right? Um, so that's what we're looking at. Thank you uh, for that. Uh, Cuck free zone, appreciate it. But yeah, look into it now if you can. Can you move? Can you relocate? Can you save up some money? Um, to 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 move and then make them. I mean, not everybody can do it. Obviously, not overnight. Not not everybody can can just do that. It's it's you know complicated. Just could be very far for some. All that kind of stuff, right? So yeah, uh, I totally I totally get that. But uh, that's why we said we we say it now and maybe we should have sent it sooner. But I I thought we'd have four more years with Trump uh, also on top of it. And it, it's not that it would. I mean, it would happen anyway sooner or later anyway. 
um, because of the demographics, right? And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to op pry open the borders so that uh, so that uh, there will never be conservative uh, uh, governments in place ever again. And that will be a vehemently anti-white, completely hostile to uh, to European Americans and, and their, their children and their way of life and how they want to run things, right? And so that's coming down the pipe, and that's why these far leftists are opening the borders and, and thereby changing the uh, complete uh, complete change of the voter base coming in, right? That's what you've seen the borderline, even even with or without the rigging, it's starting to get borderline in states like Arizona, which has been red for the longest time. Um, even North Carolina, uh, the Texas, obviously, right? They're they're looking at ways soon we can turn it blue, and they know it's with immigration. It's 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 open, honest, uh, or like right in the open. Uh, that they're doing that, like they're 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 open and honest about that. Articles talking about Virginia, how the demographics has changed in Northern Virginia, and that's why the state has turned uh, blue. And that's a great thing; it's a wonderful thing. Um, they think. MSNBC contributor John M Mesham Mesham didn't disclose that he reportedly helped write Biden's presidential acceptance speech, which of course it wasn't. It was a speech where Biden thinks he's going to be the president-elect. When, of course, he's commenting on it, right? So he's co so he's commenting on the script, how how wonderful it was, and, and how well it was, how well written it was. And then it turned out he was caught red-handed. It was oh, okay, but it was it was written by him. So he's the he's the guy who's uh, who's writing it. Uh, MSC, MSC, MSNBC moving too fast here. See, I'm trying to move fast, and then I have to back up twice, and so it takes longer than if I would just slow down and read it. Holy smokes! MSNBC contributor John Mesham was asked to comment on President-elect Joe Biden's acceptance speech over, on air over the weekend, which he did, without properly disclosing his role in helping to write it, New York Times reported Monday. Mesham is a presidential historian, Pulitzer Prize recipient, the former editor-in-chief of Newsweek, oh good, call me rag, and was reportedly tapped to help Biden's, uh, uh, to write Biden's speeches, including his DNC acceptance speech and presidential acceptance speech, which was delivered Saturday night. I think that was November 7th, right? The, the communist uh, celebration day. While a spokesman for, uh, for Biden de-emphasized some echoes of uh, Mechem's work, for example, Biden has reportedly reached out uh, in the past to discuss Mechem's 2018 book, The Soul of America. So uh, isn't that the, uh, the, the battle for the soul of America? Isn't that what uh, Biden's uh, tagline is now? Or uh, build back better is some, and then he has the, f f the battle for the soul of America, I think is one. Uh, yeah, the battle for a better angel. So yeah, that was the subtitle. Oh, cringe. Biden also spoke of the soul of America in his Saturday speech. He also stole of the, he also spoke of the the our better angels. We 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 uh, played it in uh, Weekend Warrior. Mesham has appeared three times on MSNBC since Saturday. And in none of his appearances did he disclose his involvement in the Biden campaign, mediate rights. Before Biden's speech, uh, Biden's address on Saturday, Mesham even praised the message he'd reportedly held crafting by saying, Vice President Biden, I think, represents a kind of tonic for a toxic politics. Afterwards, asked when author Brian Williams, uh, asked by anchor, sir, author, asked by anchor Brian Williams if the speech was more uh, traditionally presidential, Mesham said, uh, Mesham replied, absolutely. The Times reports that Mesham will no longer be a paid contributor on MSNBC going forward, but uh, may continue to be, appear as a guest. Mesham has not made a, uh, any secret of his preference for Biden. However, having endorsed the candidate in an op-ed over the summer, um, uh, to, record, uh, to, re to record history doesn't mean 
you're removed from it, he previously said. All right, so that's the that's the quality uh, of these uh, kinds of people. So we get a uh, get a look at Jennifer Rubin here too, and I still want to pull up and play that clip of her because that is the that is the the, the incredible stuff, right? Let me see if I can find that here. Then uh, I actually forgot to. Let me see where how what do we have it here? Yeah, here here it is. Here it is. Yeah, so Jennifer Rubin. Uh, Washington Post contributor and stuff like that before we, we uh, will look at that uh, tweet you did there. Here's a reminder. We played this a couple of times, but uh, check this the out. The United States. But, I mean, is that going to happen, Jennifer? I mean, the fact is that, you know, major universities are opening their doors and welcoming these people. You have major networks opening their doors and trying to make them cute and let them dance on TV. There is no penalty. So it's hard to imagine that when some down, where down the road another Republican uh, gets elected president, they'll just hire these people again. It doesn't feel like, I mean, this is an extreme administration that is, is dangerous. If you are a Latino right now, you probably need to carry your birth certificate around. I've known people that are carrying them because they're so scared that they're going to be scooped up and stolen. But yet yeah. it's fine. Go and dance on TV. It is yeah. incredible. It is. Um, you know, I wrote a column way back when, I think it was around the time that is. Sarah Huckabee Sanders was denied service at the restaurant, that what we should be doing is shunning these people, shunning shaming these people is a statement of moral indignation that these people are not fit for polite society i think any institution in university of virginia for example for a bit had a relationship with mark short who is now back with the administration absolutely abhorrent that any institution of higher learning any um, news organization or any or, uh, entertainment organization that has a news outlet would hire these people I also want to um, echo something that um, my friend uh, EJ said. Um, it's not only that Trump has to lose, but that all his enablers have right. to lose. They have to. We have to collectively, in essence, burn down the Republican Party. Um, we have to level them because if there are survivors, if there are people who weathered this storm, they will do it again. They will take this as confirmation that hey, it just pays to ride the waves. Look at me, I've made it through. And so up and down the ticket federal, state, local offices, the country has to repudiate this. It is not a normal administration. And when these people say, oh, you can't criticize us, it will deter public service. <laughs> it will deter people who are liars, right. who are enablers, um, <laughs> who are really bad people, and they should be deterred. Mm, yeah. They don't get to escape accountability. That's all of our job, to hold them accountable for the rest of <clears throat> Fantastic. Isn't that, isn't that great? Isn't that just what a, what a wonderful Washington Post contributor Jennifer Rubin. The only way to purge GOP of Trump is to burn down the Republican Party with no survivors. We need to have lists of these people, and we've covered this in detail in the latest Weekend Warrior show. <clears throat> Again, go check that out because that's uh, we covered a lot more in there. Uh, but yeah, check out this episode right here, episode 167. Uh, great show. We go through some of the reactions and stuff, and we had a little piece here uh, in there with... Jennifer Rubin, right? But yeah, they wa they want to have lists, right? This is the point. Any Republican now promoting rejection of an election or calling to not uh, to not to follow the will of voters are or making baseless allegations of fraud. And, and I've seen that. I'll return to that in a moment. Uh, by the way, uh, baseless allegations of fraud should never serve in office, join a corporate board, find a faculty position, or be accepted into polite society. We have a list. So, 
So by so they've made up this lie that like Trump is going to build concentration camps, he's going to round up people he doesn't like, he's going to kill, you know, Pence is going to kill all the gays, and you know, we saw all this like this insanity and madness and stuff from the far left, and so that didn't happen. Uh, that didn't happen. But so the reply these people have is since they were going to round us up, we need to round up these people, and so now they're beginning with their lists and rounding up uh, the, the the talk of the rounding up. Well, don't be surprised if the other side wants to round you up at that point, because then it's your self-defense. The other side didn't initiate this. You, you think that they did, but they but they didn't. You made it up. You're living in a, in cloud cuckoo land. You're delusional. You're insane. And so you're making now. You're beginning to make your lists. And what do you think the other side is going to do, right? So this is an, esca an either an intentional escalation, or it's that or it's that that they don't understand. They're they're so dumb, right? They're so dumb. And of course, you had Trump Accountability Project, uh, Trump Accountability .net. That's the Trump Accountability Project, which is the, it does the same thing. AOC have talked about this. Uh, Alexandria Urcazo Cortez, right? She's talked about this. They want these lists, right? And so here's a tweet. I try to find it. So maybe she deleted it, or maybe well, hopefully it's not made up. I'm not saying the Mark made it up, but maybe the, she, he found a screenshot and it's not true. I wouldn't doubt if it is true. If someone has an archived version of it, definitely send it to me. Uh, but yeah, so supposedly, she says here, I call on Cloudflare and other websites to shut down 4chan in order to stop the spread of election fraud disinformation. If we wish to live in a free and safe society for all people, we must take urgent actions now to protect our democracy. So this is November 10th. I searched for this and I could not find it. Does anybody have a... Does anybody in chat have an archived version of this? Like on, you know, through like Wayback Machine or archive.is or something like that? Uh, I'd appreciate it if you send it to me or just put it in chat because <clears throat> I want to see that, right? So, uh, and make sure you follow Mark A. Collett, by the way, on Telegram, t.me forward slash Mark A. Collett. Uh, he was censored by Twitter recently. Still don't know why. So definitely make sure you support him and check him out if you haven't already. Um, and so here's more lists, right? Here's uh, CNN starting their uh, uh, path towards making lists, right? Here's all the GOP senators who haven't congratulated Biden yet. So they want they want them to follow suit and and, and obey the media, uh, fold, do whatever they say that you need to do. They need to you need to you need to submit to the mainstream media, not the electoral like authorities and the and the official organ and, and what they do uh, but you need to just submit to CNN uh, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez you need to submit to Jennifer Rubin and everyone else of these crazy maniacs and insane people who think that they're going to do blacklists on people now right and and and, and they will but don't 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 assume that this will just go through without any pushback or any um yeah any pushback any uh any problem arising from this, basically, uh, to be kind. To be kind. Virginia Drifter with the diamond says, "Let's hope none of these judges get blackmailed." Yeah, um, that's a very strong possibility. I say, well, uh, we're still talking about a CIA and an FBI, which is largely Obama era, you know, infested. Right? It's it's just all globalism. It's they're completely aboard with like, you know, they want to go the UN route, Agenda 2030 and all this shit. And they might claim there's like America, you know, patriotism and shit like that. But but they're not. And they don't care about America. They don't give a shit about that. They run gay ops, uh, psychological operations, 
covert operations, Operation Mockingbird, all this stuff that we've talked about over the years, right? Literally like brainwashing campaigns, and they're doing that with the aid of the media, which is the Mockingbird uh, you know, project specifically that they ran. Uh, and Virginia Drifter again with the diamond says, even if Trump wins, he, we just need one of five judges say no. Is that is that so? You t the Supreme Court or other judges? I thought it was more than that, as long as they have the majority in the Supreme Court at least. But maybe you're talking about other judges in another, maybe statewide, or maybe Pennsylvania or something. Anyway, uh, I hope that's not true. But yes, they, they can, of course, uh, blackmail uh, people. And they do all the time. Neptune with the diamond. These people are so lack in self-awareness. Yes, they are. Isn't that amazing? They just, uh, you know, oh my God, these people are going to put us on lists and, and in camps. Let's put them on lists and in camps. Biden plans to reopen America to refugees after Trump slashed admissions. Right? So here's what Richard Spencer and all these other people are going to get with a uh, Biden administration. You're going to get mass waves of refugees into America again. Amnesty, DACA, you're going to get more legal immigration than ever. Then, yes, I know Trump said that, but maybe he didn't actually mean it. Maybe he just said it to fool people. I don't know. Whatever. It was low. It was lowered under Trump. It's just a fact, right? So here's the demographic replacement, and specifically then the the voter block issue, right? That you th think it was bad that you barely can win some of these states now, states now like Texas, Arizona, North Carolina, and stuff like that, right? Um, then this will change that for forever. That will that will change, and there will be no turning back. The whole country will turn blue, and it's like that other graph that we showed, right? If you had a majority of, and let me pull that in again here. Maybe I should have done that before, but let me just pull it into the project here. Uh, if you would have, have a demographic replacement of white people, you would have wall-to-wall -wall, uh, blue uh, voting, right? So that we showed this last time as well. So bottom right, that's where the white man votes, and that's why the white man is a problem to these people. That's why the far left hates the white man and wants to get rid of him because he votes for conservative. It, it, no matter how toothless the, cons the conservatism is or, or even how much conservative ink it is, they don't care. They want it. They want this country to go blue. And they want other countries to vote far left. And 99.9% .9 of people that do come in, they vote far left. Because they're promised things by them. Oh, we'll take care of we'll, The other side, they want to uh, They want to hurt you. So vote for us. You know, kind of thing. Um, more here. NATO declares Biden White House with, uh, will finally confront assertive Russia. Right. This guy's from, uh, I think he's from Denmark. He had some weird pictures, Stoltenberg. It was like uh, dressing up and talking about, uh, you know, uh, blackmail and, you know, stuff like that. He was like was one night and he was out in Denmark, I think, in Copenhagen or something. Or, or maybe maybe it was a private party or something. But yeah, he was uh, photographed with like in, in dresses and high heels and makeup on and shit like that and you know these 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 people are involved in all, all that kind of ice wide shut type cult shit that you've seen and you think oh well you know that's just the movies that's what these people do that's what they're involved in with joe biden declared president elect by a chorus of major networks in unison on saturday the same mainstream media has suddenly dropped any notion of russian interference in the election which for years had received wall to wall coverage and that's right, too. I mean, we need to remind people of that, right? That basically we had years and years and years of a establishment refusing to recognize Trump's presidency. Trump is not my president. Russia hacked the election. 
this was fake. They they these Facebook ads that they bought uh, that 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 flipped the election, and so there was a hacked election. Um, but now it's impossible, and now we don't have to address that because that's just uh, that's just uh, uh, conspiracy theories about hacking. Over the weekend at MSNBC, hosts went so far to declare without evidence this might be the cleanest election we've ever had. I want to, that. That I want to see. Is that? Let me see here. Is that a clip? Is that, is that a clip? MSNBC just said this might be the cleanest election we have ever had. Where's that clip? Here it is. Is this it? Let me see. Uh, 2016 election. No, that's that's older than. Holy smokes! Does someone have that? I have to see that. Joe B. Ding. <laughs> Joe Bai Ding. That's kind of fun. I like that. That's good. Joe Bai Ding. <clears throat> um, okay. Does anybody have that, by the way? Does it maybe chat if you have if you have that uh, clip? Definitely send it to me. Red eyes at protomail.com. I'd love to have that. <laughs> um, and it continues here. Conveniently, apart from the sudden unprecedented leap in vaccine development and with markets soaring on the news, the foreign policy winds are conveniently poor pouring in even before Biden enters the White House on January 20th. As a case in point, NATO's official message of congratulations to Joe Biden and Kabbalah Harris underscored that a Biden White House will finally be able to confront assertive Russia. Maybe someone finally will uh, will will nuke Russia. You know, go at a full-on full on war with, uh, with Russia, right? Wouldn't that be good? That's just what we need right now. Just uh, let's America bomb uh, a, a white country, right? All right. Um, so this interesting, uh, interesting thing here that unfolded, I think, is primarily yesterday, but it tra- was trending over into today. Uh, so Project Veritas had postal workers went out on record. Of, actually, they went out anonymously first. Then I think they were either discovered or doxxed or something. There was an investigation. There was uh, people from USPS, uh, higher ups at the company, which of course also it be, should be pointed out. USPS, their their postal uh, union, um, endorsed Joe Biden. Right, so you have you have more mailing votes than ever in in history, and that's expected to, you know, be handled in an unbiased way by a workforce which which union has endorsed one of the candidates, right. So a lot of good things were coming out about this. The Pennsylvania postal worker who had uh, talked about ballot tampering and all kinds of stuff, right? He had sworn uh, on the record that this is what's happening. And so the, so all of a sudden, fake news press, the fake press, the lying press were fighting back. And they just made shit up again, like they do, right? Washington Post to Washington Examiner and New York Times reports that a Pennsylvania post worker has recanted his allegations of ballot tampering. So this didn't happen, but the media pretends it happened, and so therefore that's how they write reality, just like they're writing reality with this election. It's not called yet, but they said that it's called, and this is what's happening. A postal worker, they say here, from Pennsylvania has, had sign, has signed an affidavit withdrawing allegations that he'd witnessed mail-in ballot tampering in Erie, Pennsylvania. Multiple outlets are reporting. Oh, they're, oh multiple outlets are reporting on this, so it must be true. The worker, identified as Richard Hopkins, released a video on Tuesday denying he had recanted. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so how how are you fighting? What's your proof then? He literally releases a video. Uh, no, Washington Post. This is garbage. It's fake news. I haven't recanted. How do how do you fight back against that? 
Well, it's it's in the Post, Washington Post, Jeff Bezos, globalist publication. He doesn't want he doesn't he doesn't want a nationalistic Trump to win, bringing back production back to America. He needs to have cheap Chinese-made shit that can be shipped in. He needs to dominate the uh, the market with all his globalist friends. Democrats on the House Overs uh, Oversight Committee said the quote whistleblower completely recanted his allegations of a supervise of, of uh, a supervisor tampering with mailing ballots after being questioned by investigators. So that is not true. Now, on the other hand, he was threatened by investigators. Uh, now, so this is this is a very very interesting story, right? So here's the let's uh, listen to this first. So the, the, the Project Veritas continues to do very good work on this here on on you know a lot of things, but the mailing fraud specifically, right? But here's the I think it's a shorter clip here uh, of a recording. A federal agents are trying to coerce the USPS whistleblower Richard Hopkins to water down the story, and then Hopkins doubles down. Agent Strasser, I'm going to twist you a little bit. I'm scaring you here. We have senators involved, DOJ involved. The reason they call me is to try to harness. Let's just listen to this here. This is it. It's incredible shit, right? So we played that one when he was out. He was speaking out against what his supervisors had done. And then, of course, all hell descends on this guy's ass for daring to for daring to talk the truth, for daring to try to expose the fraud and the lies. And then he gets threatened. It's disgusting. They were grilling the hell out of me. How are you feeling right now? I'm kind of pissed. I feel like I just got played. And I heard him say to the supervisor that they messed up yesterday. That they and I was so I was like, oh, what did they mess up on? And uh, he told the the supervisor that um, they had uh, postmarked one of the ballots for the fourth instead of the third they were supposed to hit uh, put them for third and so let me let me make good on that promise right away okay this storm is getting crazy right and it's, it's out of a lot of people's control and so the reason they called me in is to try to harness that storm try to reel it back in before it gets really crazy Okay. Because we have senators involved, we have the Department of Justice involved, we have yeah. all Trump's lawyers' teams gotten a hold of me. I, I, I'm not. Well, I am actually. I am trying to twist you a little bit because, in that, believe it or not, your mind will kick in. Okay. Um, we like to control our mind, and when we do that, we can convince ourselves of a memory. Is is this guy trying to gaslight him into? into thinking that he saw something which he didn't see? Is that what's happening here? We like to control our mind. And when we do that, we can convince ourselves of a memory. I'm twisting your arm here. I'm threatening you, but I'm not threatening you. But when you're under a little bit of stress, which is what I'm doing to you purposely, um, your mind can be a little bit clearer. And we're going to do a different exercise too. When your mind can be a little bit clearer, I disagree. Uh, it's more fuzzy if you think, holy shit, I'm in trouble. I'm, uh, you know, at this point, at this point, I wouldn't, like, you know, with all of the, like the Clinton body count and all the shit, I wouldn't be, and of course, his Richard Hopkins' best path here is to be as public as possible and just be as much uh, attention as possible on him 
because that will protect him at this point, right? But if he hadn't done that before he went out or something, I wouldn't be surprised if, if some of these people are like, who has claims of shit, that they're like literally like assassinated. <laughs> I mean, might sound, might sound harsh, but uh, these people will stop at nothing. They've done it before. This is politics as usual. It's nothing personal. It's just politics. But we need to get you uh, uh, out of the way, right? Your mind a little bit clear. Okay. Good to go. So, but this is all on purpose. Roger. I'm not scaring you, but I am scaring you. <laughs> it seems like they were trying to make me distrust y'all. And at the same time, it, it, it kind of affected, but at the same time, I was like, no, nah, these guys have had my back since the get-go. So I, that's why I continued. Do you think these federal agents have your back? At this point, no. Hell Do you think these federal agents are really interested in investigating fraud? Honestly, I don't think they are. And in fact, you heard Weisenberg tell a supervisor they were backdating the ballots to make it appear they've been collected on November 3rd. You still stand by that? Yeah. Yes. All right, that's that's it there then. <clears throat> okay, interesting, huh? Uh, and so we have, let me see here then. Yeah, we have that one, right? That's what we played. Uh, let me see the date on this here. Yeah, so 23 hours ago and then 22 hours ago. USPS whistleblower Richard Hopkins, I did not recant. Uh, let me see here. Listen to this here. My name is Richard Hopkins. I am the postal uh, employee who came out and whistle blew on the Erie PA Postal Service uh, postal office. I am right at this very moment looking at a article written. <clears throat> but there's but there's no evidence of of tampering or fraud or anything like that. There's no evidence, and the media just went on to write. There is no the, he he just recanted. There's nothing to it. Okay, good. We can drop that. It was just a liar because he was he's a Trump partisan, and so therefore. Uh, he just made it up to make it seem like that there was fraud, right? That's that's totally what's happening here. Incredible. Written by Washington Post. Says that I uh, fabricated the allegations of ballot tampering. <laughs> I'm here to say that I did not recant my statements. That did not happen. That is not what happened. And you will find out tomorrow. And I would like that the Washington Post recant their wonderful little article that that's right to throw out there yeah out of random yep my name is richard hopkins okay I'm good stuff let me go back here uh let me see here screenshot okay one second here guys i'm just looking and seeing if there's a this one i can see here uh, uh oh yeah okay um yeah uh sorry i was just looking at something else here real quick uh, okay, I'll get to that in a moment. It was the AOC thing, but yeah, the um, uh, yeah, the, if anybody has that the MSNBC uh, clip where they're talking about the, how this was the cleanest election ever, I'd love that if someone has it. <laughs> By the way, I, I, unfortunately, they didn't write which show it was, so we'll see. Uh, but yeah, let me see here. Uh, yeah, so here's here's more, of course. Uh, uh, James O'Keefe says update to your Chiron, which of course says Washington Post. A Pennsylvania postal worker whose claims have been cited by top Republicans admits fabricating allegations of ballot tampering, right? So they just, they just, they just make it up. They just make it up. They just write shit and it has no basis whatsoever in reality. It's, this is why we call them the lying press. This is why we call them the enemy of the people. This is why we call them fake news and all this shit, right? James O'Keefe here says he he said he didn't recant. He released tapes of federal agents coercing him. 
What you're doing right now is journalistic malpractice. That's a very, very kind way of putting it, uh, James O'Keefe. Yeah, so we have parts of that recording. He's being coerced. He's being, uh, you know, is this the same one? Let me see how long this is. Okay, seven minutes. So this uh, bit shoot is a bit longer. I guess I guess the point stands. We don't have to play the seven minutes. I, I do have some other stuff I want to cover too. But yeah, so even, uh, you know, people investigating are trying to get him to change it. So th again, this is how deep it goes, right? You have, they're not interested in the truth. They will not honor that. It's not about that. It's about coercion. It's about lying. It's about faking and stealing, uh, cheating, lying. And, th and this is the only way the other side can win, right? It's the only way they, the other side can win. It's by faking it. Um, okay. Let's see here. Oh, and here's the, yeah, here's this one here. The Twitter account for federal agent of the IG office, Russell Strasser, is Titans fan Jeff. Russell deleted all of his photos off his Twitter after we released the full audio of the interrogation. Russell trying to twist you, scare you, or an embarrassment to the badge. What is this here? Okay. I guess that's just a screenshot. Maybe there's not nothing incriminating specifically in the tweet. There may have been Hubs sighting at my latest speaking gig. I'm not sure if that's incriminating anyway, but that's that's the guy anyway. Titans fan Jeff. Truth finder. Look at that. Truth finder. Forensic fellow. Uh, he has in his bio. Holy shit. You see these fucking these people. Oh, these fucking people. All right. Uh, hey, Leto Bear, do, if you can, don't circumvent the uh, the word block. It, it's there for a reason. I, I know it's fun. But the reality is we have to take some responsibility. And if we if we have people circumventing the word filters and all this shit, then we risk losing our DLive channel. Um, we just we can't have that. So I appreciate the diamond, but just stop doing it. OK, just use another word. Come up, be creative or something. I mean, that's fine. And, and, and then I can quote the, the message or whatever. Thank you for the diamond. I appreciate it. But just keep in mind, it's like, you guys better behave, like behave on the chat because otherwise we're at risk and we'll lose the channel and we're the ones taking the hit. So if you like what we do, play nice and you can still make jokes and have fun with like using other words or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> think, think if you like what we do. Otherwise, it's just saboteurs. They're going to write shit or try to circumvent thing and then they you know, send it to look at the, what this channel is doing and then they blo block us and censor us, right? All right. Uh, Daredevil's Advocate with a diamond. Thank you. Black Phillip with a diamond. Uh, Henrik, Henrik, do you predict any gay ops at the MAGA march? Um, yeah, you mean the uh, the DC thing? Yeah, potentially. It depends on how... I guess it depends a little bit on how many people turn up and stuff like that. I mean, the Second Amendment thing did not... I, I was, like, deterring people from going to it in, in Virginia. That was at uh, Richmond, right? And that seemed to have at least turned out pretty good. It was, like, a lot of, you know, Second Amendment uh, people there and stuff like that. Um, so that made me like, okay, maybe they don't do things on every single one. Uh, I'm not sure. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to see, but nothing is out of, I mean, it's absolutely possible. Uh, absolutely possible. You know, I wouldn't put it past them for sure. So continuing on this, the, the, um, the making, making of lists and ostracizing people and all this shit, right? Lincoln project, a bunch of neocon, uh, cucks, uh, has doxed two Trump lawyers, vows to, oh, <laughs> vows to doxed, dox their clients too. Uh, the Lincoln Project is doxing people for doing their jobs. On Tuesday, they posted the names and contact info for two attorneys who are assisting with the legal battles to make sure legal votes in Pennsylvania is counted. They list two attorneys, posted their photos, phone numbers, and wrote, 
Here are two attorneys attempting to help Trump overturn the will of the Pennsylvanian people. You fucking liars. Make them famous, they wrote, along with a skull and crossbone emoji. Holy shit. Holy fuck. Do you think these do you think they will have their, their account pulled? You think they'll be they'll be censored? Yeah, so Twitter did force them to oh well, okay. Well you have to take you have to take down the tweet, right? That that's but that's it. They don't lose their accounts, they continue to do it. In fact, there's tweets up right now with the same bullshit, with phone numbers and all that kind of shit, right? Once they they uh sicked the internet uh on the lawyers, they decided that another great, if legal, if illegal idea would be to target the lawyers' clients. If they are unable to stop the stop the lawsuits and they are unable to direct uh, directly stop the lawyers, they will use their weight to threaten the lawyers' clients and therefore their livelihoods. The Lincoln Project doesn't just want these lawyers to stop doing this job, they want them out of a job altogether. Fucking people, I tell you. The Lincoln Project, which uses its slogan, you cannot escape the responsibility of tomorrow by evading, evading it today, was founded as a joint effort between never-Trump Republicans and leftist Democrats who want desperately to see Trump out of office. And remember, AOC have already turned on the Lincoln Project, like uh, Rick Wilson, the guy in the photo there to the, to the left. And it was like, you know, he's going off in one of his tweets in 2014 about Muslims. Uh, no, it was Ilan Omar. That's right. Ilan Omar turned on him and stuff like that. So you have these loose, uh, unholy alliances where they get together and stuff and like work to topple something for a moment. But as soon as that's over, and even sometimes even before they've achieved their goal, they turn on each other, right? So that's what's going to happen here. But the Lincoln Project are slick uh, or sly, I should say is a better word. They're, they're the sly bastards. Um. But yeah, they can do all this. They can do all this shit. They can dox people. They can threaten people. So here's another one uh, regarding them that 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 one tweet was censored. Right? A Twitter spokesperson tells me that the Lincoln Project tweet is in violation of the of the Twitter rules on abusive behavior. The account owner will be required to delete the violated uh, the violative vi violative I guess it is tweet before re regaining access to their account. Right? So okay, so they deleted that. Uh, Twitter fur further tells me the following tweets, which have also been criticized, are not in violation of Twitter's rules. And here it is, right? Linking up name, where she works, her phone number. But that's that. But that's fine, right? Here's another one. Uh, was that the? Yeah, there's another one to LinkedIn account. Defend your democracy. Create a link a LinkedIn account message someone who works at Jones Day and Porter Wright. Ask them how they can work for an organization trying to overturn the will of the American people. So it's not done yet. The legal process is not over. It's completely in their uh, in their uh, right to do what they're doing. It's not against the law. It's not unconstitutional. All of that that's happening right now. In fact, it's the again, it's the media responsible, and they should not be allowed to do this. Right. Um, so yeah, here's more evidence here of uh, them turning on each other, right? AOC, this is from a, a actually just a few days ago. Uh, AOC slams the Lincoln Project as being in scam territory after it raised 67 million to try to persuade never Trump Republicans to vote for Biden, right? So 
These people raise tens of millions of dollars while they deny other people just from making a living. It's these people are disgusting. In fact, these people need to be on lists. It's just it's incredible. And, and again, they're working together with these for forces like the Jennifer Rubens and the CNNs of this world who are like, again, they're like blacklisting people, uh, shunning and shaming them, as she said, right? It's incredible. All right, let me do a couple more of these here. Uh, Michael 57DE uh, with a uh, diamond says no longer MSNBC, but MSLSD, yeah, or MSDNC, I guess is pretty good too. Philbert Applebag with a diamond. Uh, actually, one, two, three in a row. Thank you. Zach McCracken with a diamond. Uh, we need people on the streets to put pressure on the GOP. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the whole the whole Trump crowds, they're going to be out here now, uh, especially Saturday. But there's, you know, other events taking place in front of, uh, uh, was it, uh, not courthouses. I guess it was just in front of, like, the uh, the municipal municipality, like, their, their main buildings and stuff like that, right? Uh, in many different states, specifically, I think I know Wisconsin is doing it. Uh, um, obviously, Pennsylvania is doing it. There's many other places. Too. Harrisburg in Pennsylvania had a huge uh, crowd turn up in front of the uh, the state the state house, I believe. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I agree, Zach. Uh, Max Headroom with the diamond. That poor bastard is a is a ded deed de de man. Uh, you mean the postal worker or something? Yeah, I mean I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Leto Beer with the diamond says, apologies, Hendrik, don't want to get you in trouble. Yeah, no, it's fine. I, I get it, and it's it's fun. Um, does small hats work? Yeah, sure, exactly. Use some other term. Don't don't try to circumvent the, the word filter, because, again, it's there. It's not that I want. I don't care. I, I think we should be completely free speech. You can say whatever the, the hell you want. I'm not offended. I don't care about that. But the pressure will be put on us, and we will end up losing our channel if, if you know, people go in and, and, and do shit like that, right? So we have to, we have to behave because of the pressure DLI puts on us. So it's not me. It's just we have to be, you know, think ahead. But it's fine. No worries, man. Thank you, Letterbear. I appreciate that. Uh, Michael 570 again with the diamond says, uh, MSLSD, because they are high if they believe clean. Yep. <laughs> yeah, goddammit. Someone has that the cleanest election ever. Uh, definitely have that. Okay, here's uh, Tucker Carlson. Let's listen to this here, uh, who talks about the influence, of course, of big tech and how they pretend uh, protect, I should say, uh, Biden here. Let's uh, listen to this. The tech monopoly spent the final weeks of the presidential election suppressing the voices of Trump supporters and hiding damaging information about his opponent, Joe Biden. That happened. We saw it firsthand. We experienced it. Oh, buffer. This is Rumble. Maybe their service is a bit uh, wonky. Sorry, guys. Let me see here. Let's try again. That happened. We saw it firsthand. We experienced it. You may have, too. In August, Facebook banned the pro-Trump Super PAC Committee to Defend the President from buying any campaign advertising. What? What election has that happened in? None. Just a few weeks ago, as you well know, the New York Post published true and accurate details of the Biden family's lucrative overseas influence peddling operation, which was real, which Joe Biden knew about. Facebook, in turn, limited the distribution of this article, and Twitter blocked people from posting. In other words, they censored it. They kept people from knowing about it. And on what basis? Nothing in those articles was untrue. But they censored it anyway, along with any content that was critical of lockdowns and mandatory mask wearing. Why? Because Biden supported those. There are many threads to this. There's overwhelming evidence that happens. We'll just pick one piece. A report from Breitbart. They took a lot of time to look into what Google was doing to them. 
They found that Google suppressed its stories about Joe Biden in the middle of 2020 through election day. Suppressed them. Quote, clicks and impressions to Breitbart News from Joe Biden Google searches displayed a healthy pattern of activity until the middle of 2020 when they suddenly flatlined. The plunge first occurred after a major update to Google's search algorithm in May 2020. Ask anybody in digital news. Do searches for the names of candidates decline as we get closer to the election? No, probably not. In fact, they accelerate. But not if Google is censoring you, which is what they were doing. None of this is normal. It doesn't matter how often or how emphatically CNN encourages it, tells you it's fine, tells you it's necessary to suppress disinformation. It's totally wrong and it's crazy. Democracy cannot survive tampering like that. The Biden campaign knows exactly what happened. They know exactly the degree to which they benefited from it. And that's why they're rewarding their co-conspirators in big tech with even more power. Biden apparently has already hired Jessica Hertz, that's Facebook's former associate general counsel, as well as Cynthia Hogan, the former Apple vice president for government affairs. Oh, kind of an inside game? Yeah. Reportedly, Biden has also considered naming Eric Schmidt the former top executive at Google and a big Biden oh, great. donor that, that to a technology industry task force in the White House. This is not a matter of rewarding your supporters. It's much bigger than that. And it's of deep concern to every American. If we're going to have free and fair elections going forward, and we must, then we have to end Silicon Valley's total control over information. Yep. It's the first thing we must do. We can't have free and fair elections without doing that. If voters aren't allowed to learn critical facts about political candidates before they vote, you can't have a democracy. And of course, that's why they're the, doing it. Again, the, the fact that this hasn't been stopped by the, by the government already shows you what side they're on. <clears throat> we're, we're, we're on our own here. And even with Trump in office, and could he have done more? Yes. Should he have done more? Absolutely. Did he try? Probably. Uh, was he shut down? Absolutely. The swamp is deep and, uh, and, and, and wide and tall and long and everywhere, and it seeps into every crevice everywhere. And you, you're not going to get rid of it in, in four years. At every moment they worked against them, right? Uh, every step of the way. But more should have been done. And it's partially their own fault. I'm not saying that they didn't try and we don't even know what went on in the back, on the back end of things. What about his submission thing where you could submit evidence of how you were censored and stuff like that through the White House? Did anything ever come from that? This has to change. It has to change. I mean, all tech is the, is the answer. The bit shoots, the gabs, even the, the, the parlor, there's questions about it, but for, for now it seems somewhat all right. The parlors, the uh, the cloud hubs. Now, I know that they were deplatformed by I, IBM recently, but, that, but just, that's just a service as they use. It was not, again, not cloud hubs fault. Um, I was thinking about getting on there, by the way. Do you, does anybody in chat, use, do you use cloud hub? Do you get on there? Is it, is it good? I if I remember correctly, you can live stream that, but there's a little bit of a more involved process to like to get approved on their platform. I'd, I'd like to try it. Try it. I'm not against it. But yeah, Odyssey, odyssey.com forward slash at Red Ice TV. Follow us there. All these alternative places, Gab, uh, yeah, Parler, uh, even Float, Library, Odyssey, BitChute, obviously just that's, and, and Trump needs to set up accounts on these other places. He needs to get a Gab account. It's already, uh, you know, reserved for him. He needs to uh, get, a, get an account on Parler then. Start a BitChu channel, right? All right. Um, anyway, you get the idea there. Yeah. So following, uh, you know, all, all these all these tech people, right? Excuse me.
excuse me, we're going to join in. And there's this swing door kind of like, you know, and I, and I noted that the other day and I still haven't done anything, but there's like this one, uh, one person specifically. Let me see if I can find that real quick. What was her name again? Uh, let me see her. Yeah, Re Reg Regina E. Dugan. Very interesting. Defense, uh, in employed, DARPA, all this like, you know, weird stuff, research, military development stuff. And he, she, she just goes and joins, you know, she worked with Google for a long time on their version of DARPA, which was called something like, was it? Uh, yeah, it was like basically like a technological advanced research agency like TARPA. It was something like that. I forget the abbreviation. And she goes on to work for Facebook. Then she goes back to government again. And there's a lot of these individuals, right? Google started with CIA money. You know, it's they're all they're, they're tight like this, right? So we got to jump ship. Got to jump ship from these platforms. Uh, get off of YouTube. Just stop using it. If there's anybody you like that is on absolutely no other platform than YouTube. And sure, watch it there. But just stop using it. Just stop using it. And it's hard. I think I still think I, I I get it. Like it's still, you know, you you want to ride the wheels until ride it until the wheels fall off, kind of thing. Um, and 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 I totally and I get it. Like, am I going to get off of Twitter tomorrow? No, prob probably not. Right? It, like, you still want to try to reach out and what you what you have. But it, but at some point, that decision just has to be made. Like, okay, that I mean, either you'll be censored before that, you know, they'll make the decision for you, uh, or 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 you know, or you jump ship before. And that would be ideal. But the problem is, again, it's not the creator's problem or the, or the problem like the, of, the, of the outlets or it's the problem of the audiences who refuse to go to alternative platforms, right? So, you know, we passed, for example, uh, 40,000 subs here on BitChute, uh, like probably a couple of days ago, which, which is great. I mean, that's great for being an alternative platform. Jeez, it's, that's fantastic, you know? 40,000, it's fantastic. There's not a lot of people that have 40,000 subs on YouTube. So that's a good achievement, and and that's great. Uh, but people need to get off of the YouTubes, and and, you, and you, we still not anywhere near in terms of the viewership that we had on YouTube on alternative platforms. It's starting to get better collectively when you add everything together. You know, Library uh, or Odyssey, uh, BitChute, uh, Twitter. You know, the Periscope restream, VK, uh, the websites. You know, all this kind of stuff. Like, it, so it adds up and together, but it's still not there. So people, I'm saying people, the consumer needs to get off of those platforms and get, go to the alternative ones, right? Um, all right. So we have basically a, a big rise already, um, intentions and violence and things like that. And I think this will continue to go on the increase, of course, unfortunately. And we wish that they, we, we wish that the media wouldn't do this. We wish that there were law enforcement and legal people, government that held the mainstream media accountable for the unnecessary violence that they're now creating by calling Biden when it's not a done deal. And if it does indeed end up going to Trump, it might not. They might, again, pull off the coup. It's a coup. It's a coup. It's a color revolution. They're doing this. But they might not pull it off. If they will not pull it off, then there will be mass amounts of civil unrest and violence. And it would have, and it will be, that will be entirely at the hands of the mainstream media. And it's going to, and it's their fault. They're trying to claim that people who made YouTube videos a couple of years ago, that it was dangerous. Well, they, they don't break the, the rules specifically. They don't, they don't call for violence. Don't, but the things they say they claim is going to cause someone somewhere to do something violent. And therefore, they have to be silenced. 
But we in the mainstream media, we can do anything we want. The Lincoln projects can create lists and dox people. We can we can, you know, openly talking about making sure that they can never be employed again. Skull and bones in tweets where they say make them famous. Right? That's fine. That's that's okay. That's that's all right. We don't have to talk about that, right? There is one video where allegedly some crazy TDS person, some Trump derangement syndrome person, drove into a caravan of of, of, of Trump supporters uh, after having what hurled bottles at them and screamed at them and stuff like that, and he ended up turning around and then ramming a car, tipping it over. I believe there was a a mother and a child in the car, if I remember correctly. Uh, she broke her arm, and so the MAGA dudes had to wrestle him to the ground and hold him and, you know, chokehold him until the cops showed up, right? So let's take a look at this here. Uh, this is crazy shit. Yeah. I was waiting for somebody to grab that. Yeah, you are gonna. Yeah, hey, how does it feel now? How does it feel? I'm up in the mega country, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> If this guy did what he what the what the claim is that he did, I did again the video starts kind of in the middle of it, right? But if it's true that he did what they say he did, he absolutely deserves this, no doubt. Uh, okay, well, it's buffering or something. Let me see here. Sorry, guys. One of those days today. Is the connection good still? Yeah, it just cut off. Come on, keep playing then. Okay, let's see. Ah, God damn it. I guess uh, world star hip hop. They need some better servers, eh? Holy shit. I thought that this site wasn't that a big site where they're like, like you can see like white people being beat up. Isn't that what they, they do on that channel? I think it's their own service. I'm not sure. God damn it. It sucks. I should have downloaded, I guess. Yeah, it sucks. Okay, so anyway, let me skip forward here. I don't know why it's doing this. Uh, okay, maybe it's okay. Maybe it's trying to uh, let me increase it like this. Then <clears throat> maybe it's trying to uh, send a bigger, uh, a bigger version or a higher quality version when I got full screen. So let's just keep playing it like this. Then let's see. Hey, grab the zip ties. Zip ties. Someone got the zip ties? 
Cops show up. All right, there you go. Interesting. Yeah, I see chats talking about how YouTube is down. Well, good. Fucking fuck YouTube. <laughs> it's like, I hate YouTube. Fuck YouTube. Uh, okay, so here's um, here's more uh, violence here. And, and it's not that I want to show any of this. And it's uh, if someone is squeamish, I think this one is a little bit worse. Uh, so I don't telegram earlier, but it's someone in. Uh, sit again here. Let me see. Black man in Chicago beats up a woman while they're lighting a car on fire with her husband inside of it. I think she says, I just want to help my husband. Uh, but the person here beating them up is saying, fuck Trump, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. That's the uh, quote from the video here. Uh, let's play that. Let me uh, lower the volume a bit on that. In case it's screamingly loud. Uh, but yeah, this is the this is the reality. And again, this is the... The TDS, right? The Trump derangement syndrome, like including that other guy that we saw, right, in the in the uh, in the other clip. They are so convinced that they are stopping like another Hitler by like by violently attacking, you know, Trump supporters and shit like that, right? That this is how this is how crazy uh, these people get, right? And so this is completely manufactured essentially by by the media, right? Uh, it, it shouldn't be happening. It should be should be uh, it should be honestly looked at. Uh, what is it trying to do? What does it say? What has it actually done? And and they need to be objective. They need to be. Un I mean, I'm, I'm, this is a joke. They'll never do that. This we're living. You know, I'm not trying to pretend that we will ever get there, but or get that. But that's what it should be. Uh, but but because of that, again, because of the rhetoric, mostly in the media. There's other factors too, but a lot of the blame for the violence we see can be can be most regards pinned on the mainstream media, right? Because they're whipping people up in, in a frenzy. They get they get just insane and hateful and violent and just completely nuts basically. Anyway, so here's the here's the uh, clip. Let me see here. I want to make sure I have the volume here. Uh, let me see here. Sorry guys. All right, let me let me see here. Oh, shut up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Stop keep killing nigga. What's up, bitch? You want to make videos? What's up, bitch? I'm just wondering how much. Get the fuck out. Stalky killer, bitch! Stalky killer, bitch! Burn, nigga! Burn, bitch! Burn, bitch! Stalky killer, drop that crown, bitch! Drop that crown, bitch! Stalky killer, nigga! That's right, bitch! Burn! Alright. Wonderful. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful? It's, uh, it's totally, totally nothing to see there. Yeah, so fuck, fuck Trump, bitch. <clears throat> so yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the media for you right there. Um, Alright. Uh, moving along here. Uh, let me see here. Got a little bit too lower that a bit. One second here, guys. Um, okay, let me do a couple of the super chats here real quick too. Oh, and this um, this one I want to cover later too. By the way, that one is funny. Uh, well, funny, but it's it's obvious where this is going. Um, okay, Draconian Gimp of Death with a Ninja Gini. Thank you, Draconian Gimp of Death. Appreciate that. Um, huge positive. Cops for COVID truth. New South Wales Police document. Now I open that. Uh, Draconian, and that just goes to a kind of 404. It's Wix.com. We can't we can't look for the page. If you put the 
link to that in the regular chat when you hear this. Uh, I'll pull that up in a moment. Okay, so it's a link to, I guess, cops in uh, New South Wales, Australia. They are turning on, I guess, the COVID lockdowns, probably, or something like that. Just put it in the regular chat. Otherwise, you have to do a shortening because uh, the chat cuts it off. Um, and even the, even if even despite the fact it was a ninja game, you get a few more characters, but it was still cut off. Anyway, uh, ta taboo liquor is it is it that what it is or taboot liquor? I think it is taboot liquor. Um, Shout out to White Wildfire and Pierce Triple Seven. Your donation fest feast on Monday was legendary. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, thank you so much, both to Wise uh, Pierce Triple Seven and everyone else who uh, donates as well. We do appreciate it immensely. Thank you, everybody. And again, special shout out. I have to put a little. Uh, I'll do something like that later or something. I put a little uh, uh, something on in the on D Live, like the description and stuff, and a nod and a shout out to both Wise and Pierce, but also. Uh, who else do we have? We have a, Mr. Wright is is uh, way up there on the list as well. There's others. I don't want to mention. I, I don't want to mention. Uh, I guess the more I mention, the more I f keep out and forget. And we appreciate everybody. But uh, what we saw Monday was that was kind of insane, to be honest. But we appreciate it very, very much. So thank you uh, to both of you guys. Uh, okay, let me see. Did you uh, did Draconian put a link in chat? Let me scroll down here a bit. Yeah, there it is. Okay, thanks, man. Uh, Losing that place. Okay. Let's see that. Let's see that here, because I do want to go into COVID here now in a little bit. Uh, tyranny of government or best interest of the people. So COVID, no, cops for COVID truth. I guess it's not an official, like, obviously, uh, you know, from the police. I mean, it's cops that have gone together as, as private individuals, I would assume. Uh, Australians are having a globalist agenda pushed on them and the police and the police used to do it. Interesting. May the force be with you. The hard truth. Okay, I got to go through this later. This is interesting. All right, some detail for me to go through there, but that's interesting. Uh, good uh, good tip there. Put it in chat again. So if you guys definitely down in Australia, maybe in New Zealand, wants to check that out, uh, do, uh, do take a look. Put it in the restream chat as well. Thank you. Uh, Draconian Give of Death, I appreciate that. Uh, Taboot Liquor, did we do it? Yeah, okay, we did that one. Thank you. And Taboot Liquor with one, two uh, Ninja Guineas after that. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Michael with a diamond. Remember, guy who shot up Republican ball games, uh, ball game because of uh, mainstream media. Yeah, was that? What, what was um, was that Scalise? Was it Scalise that was shot by the the at? Yeah, they were doing like some baseball game, I guess after like after work or something. And yeah, exactly. When are they going to be held accountable? Right. Um, that's crazy. Um, Okay, bleep, bleep, bleep donates a, a diamond. I'm surprised you got away with that username because even Mr. Noseberg had, had his username, which I thought was just obviously nothing. He had his change to Ninja Warrior 0031, uh, which was crazy. But uh, yeah, with the diamond. Hey, Henrik, uh, been loving your uh, intensity these past uh, few episodes. Keep it up. We need more warriors in uh, these times. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Uh, that was three diamonds from um, Bleep, Bleep, Bleep. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Uh, Jay Wallace with the diamond. Media gets the uh, gets the cope first. Media gets the cope first. Um, yeah, well, yeah, if I'm interpreting correctly, I, I we'll see, right? That's what that's where I still stand on that. We'll see. I hope so, uh, but we'll see. Leto Bear with the diamond. Uh, stay aware from cities, bike thieves, and dangerous... Uh, is that continuing? And dangerous. I think it was cut off there, but thank you, Leto Beer. Uh, yeah, get out of the cities swiftly. Whitey is my day with the diamond, says uh, that's the part of the so called inclusivity for you. Uh, yeah, exactly, the part of inclusivity. 
bleep back bleep bleep again with a diamond would love to have some uh red ice flyers to pass out yeah we, we've been thinking about that we, we do need to get better at that we've been a little uh not lazy on that front but we haven't just kind of just put the time in to do it uh we, we can do it we're left to do some stickers i think uh that would be a that would be a good thing uh okay florida's governor draft laws that would allow people to shoot looters now this is of course part of this escalation that we're seeing and this is of course completely understandable and it's amazing that it hasn't been done in other states I remember the young Turks were complaining that DeSantis and others were trying to pass laws that that you could run people over uh or, or if like there's a riot and you have people blocking the streets and they're attacking your car then like yeah you can like you can push push the gas pedal and get out of there because your life might be in danger and if and you won't be legally prosecuted. They thought that that was extreme. They thought that that was crazy. Despite the fact of, of, of like 90 days of riots since George Floyd, we've seen people being ripped out of their cars, beaten unconscious. In some cases, people have been, been killed, right? And so finally, they're getting around to it. But you also at the same time then, just to kind of recognize, you know, the overarching picture of where this is going is that you're having, you're having escalation on multiple sides and neither of these sides are going to back down. Maybe this is what they want. Maybe they want to pull people out of the woodwork. Maybe they want to see who is going to fight back. Doesn't mean you shouldn't fight back, but keep in mind the globalists always, they thrive on, on order out of chaos. They create problems and then they come in and offer the solution. And they have to have chaos to be able to come in and swoop in and, and give you security. This is how they do. And in this case, they, 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 it's, uh, in this case, it's completely understandable rage and anger that they potentially will be able to harness and, and channel to, uh, to, to transform society. Uh, here's the Guardian, so take it with a grain of salt. Uh, downright dangerous, it says. Democrats alarm. Democrats alarm as Trump... Um, I guess alarmed? Anyway, Democrats alarm as Trump stacks Pentagon with loyalists. Now, if you turn it around, you could say... Trump is getting rid of turncoats and traitors from the Pentagon who won't do a coup on Trump, right? Um, fears that appointment of extreme Republican partisans could endanger or politicize operations of Defense Department. Yeah, like that hasn't been politicized. You, what, what world are you living in, Guardian? Where you think that the, the military and DOD and, and these other intelligence, all of it is politicized. All of it is. Right? So it's about time he's get ri getting rid of people who have been working against him for, for this time. I'm glad Mark Esper was, fi he was fired on Twitter, uh, if the reports are correctly, right? And he positioned another guy. I forget what, what his name was now. Stevens or something. Mark or uh, Steve, Steve or Stevens something. Um, so yeah, again, another clip that we used in the little compilation that's up on uh, Red Ice TV and RedEyesMembers.com right now on the coming conflict, right? Uh, but it's good that you're important that you see this again, because the Biden, the, the Joe Biden and Kabbalah Harris side are just moving along with the transition. Although the electoral bodies have not called the election yet. So this is what he said during a press conference. I think this uh, is yesterday. Thank you, Mr. President-elect. During the campaign, you said you were not naive about how difficult it would be to unite the country. Now, three days after you were projected... Like this bozo wants to unite the country. It's all wordplay. It's all lies. Lists are created. They're, go they're, they're going for revenge, right? ...as the president-elect. 
The president himself says he has won this election. His own administration has not moved forward to give you access to what you need to do to begin the work of your transition. Just a few minutes ago, the Secretary of State, when asked if he would cooperate with a smooth transition, he said there will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. I wonder if you have a message for <laughs> the president that's who may well be that. watching right now. And how do you expect to be able to work with Republicans when so many have thus far refused to even acknowledge your victory? Well, first of all, uh, we are already beginning the transition. We're well underway. And uh, the ability uh, for uh, the administration in any way by failure to recognize this our win uh, does not uh, change the dynamic at all in what we're able to do. We've announced yesterday, as you know, the health group that we put together today. We're going to be going moving along in a, in a consistent manner, putting we're, together we're, our we're administration. Going to, we're, going to be, we're going to be moving along. We're, uh, we're doing this, although it's just the media that's called it and everyone else pretending like it's called. <clears throat> Will it go to Biden? Sure, absolutely. It, it definitely might. And at that point, it's like, and at that point, I think Trump will concede as well. <clears throat> Even if it, like, what I'm saying is, I mean, I hope not. I mean, I, I'm saying, okay, well, maybe let me take that back. But if, if there's no honest investigation into the fraud claims, if there's no honest looking at any, and AG Barr came out the other day and he's talking about, like, if there's substantial claims of evidence, then they should be looked into and stuff. And I understand that he needs to kind of keep a clean wording and stuff like that. But it's also this dumb idea that just because someone something might seem outlandish, then you shouldn't investigate it, which is always like, this is why like the pizza gates of this world ends up, you know, just continuing basically, right? Because, well, that's an outlandish claim that there would be rings of, of elites uh, taking part in, in pedophile uh, sex parties or, or, or that uh, there's uh, people high up in levels that are being uh, blackmailed by people and filmed, uh, you know, with young girls and stuff, Epstein style, right? That's how it continues by, by well, on the face of it, this is silly. Uh, so therefore, it must not be true. I mean, I get that there could be some just a complete, like you know, wacko claim. But if there's a if there's like a reasonable person who's saying something about what, what happened, or it's, there's a video coming out with someone burning ballots or something, that's the kind of things that, or you know, I'm burning, throwing away, or ripping up, or they're you know, there's like tons of these videos out there now. All of those should be looked into. Even if the mainstream media says oh, all of this is unsubstantiated, there's no proof to, in, to any of these. And you've got a handful of them that's been attempted to be debunked by the Snopes and the fact checks and all that stuff, right? And in many cases, uh, it's not not always satisfactory what they the answers that they come up with, right? Um, anyway, let's let's continue. In the White House, and reviewing who we're going to pick for the cabinet positions, and nothing's going to stop that. And uh, and so I'm confident that uh, the fact that they're not willing to acknowledge we won at this point. You haven't is, won. Uh, not of much consequence in our planning. You have not in. won. You were declared president-elect by the mainstream media. What is it? What's so hard about understanding about this? Do between now and January twentieth. All right, that's it there. Uh, but yeah, so the, the, you know the point is again, neither side is backing down. This is escalating. This could be, this could be bad. This could be really, really bad. And I think it will be. And I think whoever whoever becomes the president. You're going to have half of America that's going to deny uh, that it's the, the the real president. That and that will not 
that will not last four years. That will not. I know that they did in 2016, and they tried the right, you know, Russia hacking and stuff like that. And, and as bad as that was, I think this time from 2020 to 2024, this republic will not survive that. It, it's it's tens of millions of people, almost 50 percent cut down the middle. If the election results are true. Now, I don't think they are. Maybe Trump won with a landslide again. It's sad. We'll never we'll never know that. But maybe not. Maybe, let's assume that all this is correct then or whatever. There's still some shenanigans going on. And since the margins are so razor thin, all it would take is very little fraud for it to be tipped over to Biden, right? But there's evidence of fraud. Therefore, it should be investigated. Therefore, it should be looked into. It shouldn't be discarded. And the media should wait until the process is done. And then in December, whenever the exact date is that they need to have it by, then yes, then, then, then they'll deal with it at that point. But not this bullshit of moving ahead and pretending that you've, that you've won the election, right? Um, so yeah, this Saturday, I said in the beginning too, but I'll show it again. There is March 4 Trump, uh, Stop the Steal, Washington, D.C., November 14th, 2020, uh, hashtag March 4 Trump. Uh, Trump, <laughs> I said that twice now. I don't know why I'm doing that. Something with a combination. March 4 Trump. There we go. Um, that's coming up. And so what happened with the DC mayor is that she has imposed travel restrictions on many states into Washington, DC. Uh, and part of that is, is, is expected that they want people to do COVID tests either so that they will either test positive or they will have a false positive test, or they won't be able to have the test within the time frame that's set for you to be able to go to Washington, D.C. So they're trying to sabotage this Saturday of what's coming, right? D.C. mayor breaks with her own travel restrictions, obviously then, so she's imposed this on everyone else, and so that she could go and celebrate with Biden in Delaware. And they've even you know, said Delaware is one of these dangerous, out-of-control hotspots. And if you go there, you, you have to be quarantined for two weeks before you can go back into Washington, D.C. again, the District of Criminals, this micro-state, by the way, uh, D.C. is not what you think it is. Maybe we have some in chat, some old old listeners that understand this, but the City of London, Vatican City, Washington, District of Columbia, all these things are, these are micro-states, right? Uh, something really different. Uh, but yeah, so she could enter in there uh, without a pro- going back without a problem after being in Delaware. On Monday, Washington, D.C. Mayor Mariel E. Bowser a Democrat dubbed down on her decision to travel uh, travel Saturday to Delaware, a state with significantly higher coronavirus risks. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Then DC. Now I'd say I don't buy it, so I think it's fine. But the point is, they buy it and they try to convince us of it. But then they can do something which you cannot do, right? So it's it's one rule for me and another for thee. And so she went there to DC. Uh, uh, she went to Delaware rather to celebrate the victory speech of Joe Biden. The trip, which comes as the mayor discourages interstate travel because of spikes in, of cases in the surrounding area, prompted criticism from residents and questions from reporters, right? So that's that's what they do. Always what they do. Uh, all right, we showed that. Oops, sorry, wrong angle there. Uh, yeah, so here's the, uh, the, the main tweet there. Let's see what else we had here uh, before we... Okay, we have a couple of random things. I do want to get to the COVID. Actually, you know what, then? Let's do this because I didn't do this last time. Before we get to this topic here, let me play, uh, and we're going over time a little bit today, but it's just what it is. Let me play these clips here from Allied Security uh, Operations, I forget the last word, uh, of what they found in the 2018 midterm elections on the system in Dallas. And the reason why that's significant is because the same system is being used in the 2020 election. 
check this out. What's the name of your company, Russ? Allied Security Operations. Thank group. you. Our group is a security uh, group. We specialize in cyber operations, but we also do physical security. And uh, we became very concerned. A lot of our guys are, are pretty uh, accomplished people. A lot of them came out of three-letter agencies. Uh, uh, some of them were very disenchanted with what they saw happening in those agencies under uh, the previous administration. And so um, we, we are mostly a commercial firm, but we got involved in looking at the election system because of some logs that some activists brought into us from the Dallas election of 2018, the so-called blue wave. And um, the more our cyber guys got looking at these logs, the more concerned they became. They went, wow, how can this possibly be? And um, so the story I'm about to take you on is, is really the, just tracking the journey that we made over the last two years. We have funded all of this uh, ourselves. And uh, it's been an entirely internal uh, investigation just because we all have kids and we're concerned about the, uh, about the country. Yeah, good choice. So we looked at six voting companies. They're, Important they're that they do this. this. But we looked at, at some of the biggest ones, and that would be ES&S, Dominion, Hart, 10X, Demtech, and SGO Smartmatic. And uh, that was about 92% of the market, in, uh, best we could determine, in 2018. And we simply first went in without doing any kind of hacking or anything. And we just revealed the hidden files behind their public facing sites. And we were stunned because we found in every case that the administrator names and passwords for critical files are being posted in the open. So that they're telling you, look, here's the key to the front door. Feel free to use it and walk right in. We found the voter registration lists by precinct worldwide that included, uh, in some cases, uh, personally identifiable information. We saw previous vote. Yeah, get, leave it up to these uh, you know, semi-quasi-government agencies. And, and, and I, again, I think I'm convinced that it's like, it's, it's intentional, uh, you know, weak systems so that they can be exploited and, and utilized in this capacity. I could be wrong. It could just be a bunch of dumb people doing it and then they, they think it's going to be fine. Uploads. We saw all the source code. And by the way, many companies are using the same basic source code structure in a lot of cases. We found the software was so porous that operators of the system and even outside players can change votes utterly undetected with no audit trail in the case of Hart or an erasable or changeable audit trail in the case of ESNS and Dominion. And, and so that means that no evidence of vote changing can actually be found by a really good hacker, uh, if a really good hacker had done this, uh, later on. So when your government says, well, we found vulnerabilities, but we find no evidence of votes being changed, no, you won't. You have to catch it in real time. We uh, got access to their entire uh, AWS databases, clouds. We saw the ballots. Oh, we saw the new Dallas ballot before Dallas did. Uh, we saw all the counting and tallying functions. And these are the ones that interrogate the database at the county and actually say how many votes went one place or another. <clears throat> so in short, some of these guys 
uh, discovered that any candidate could win or lose by directly altering the votes at the server database level for almost any election that they conduct worldwide. And of course, our concern was uh, if we could do it, then so can bad guys. Uh, so let's, let's start. First, I want to dispel this silly myth that the entire back end of our nation's voting system isn't connected to the internet. It is. Here yep. is a trace of just Dallas from 2018. This is the Dallas system. And look at all the servers that it connects to, the IP addresses and servers. Uh, this thing is totally, completely connected to the internet. And anyone telling you differently is not being straight with you. Um, we found all kinds of security problems. For instance, uh, all of these various sites, and these are various <laughs> county sites, should have their own SSL certificate. In other words, this is kind of like the, the front door key to your house. So let me just show you. I'm going to blow up just this one little section, but everything on this page actually is sharing the same SSL certificate in 2018. So you see, here's Dallas County right here. Here's Miramar, Florida, Madison County, Jefferson, Hudson County, New Jersey. I mean, it is unbelievable. This is the same as if you and all of your neighbors for 10 blocks in every direction around you shared the exact same front door key. Great. No problem. I wanted to share with you exactly, and this is oversimplified, but this will give you a pretty good idea about really how the whole election system set up. You yeah, and is, I vote out incredible. here at the voting place. And <clears throat> one way or another, whether it's on thumb drives or over modems or wireless or however, it gets to your county's central county. And there they have the whole poll book records and voter rolls. They have databases that are unofficial and official. Uh, they have tabulation and reporting software. And this whole thing is either run by private voting companies or by what we call mid-level companies that simply use some of this software and hardware. But these are all done almost exclusively in the U.S. today by these private companies that have their own election management systems. And it's a real patchwork. That's part of the problem. So what happens? Well, all this stuff in red actually goes to uh, one of these guys and they house your votes and they also store them in the, in the cloud. And then either through the Associated Press or Decision Desk HQ, uh, it gets reported to the media. Now you need to know that these guys' databases are always online with these guys so that whenever there's an update here, it's flowing here. Now in the case of Clarity Elections, Clarity Elections was very interesting. It is owned by a company named Seidel. Seidel is in Barcelona, Spain. 28 states use this election night reporting system. Uh, Clarity is owned by Seidel. The, the uh, server is in Frankfurt, Germany. So that, for instance, if you go into the Dallas County website and you want to see the unofficial votes and you want to download of them, you will get a little CSV file that you can turn into an Excel file and see what the unofficial votes are at that particular moment. 
But if you go into that file and look, you'll find it was created six time zones east of Dallas. So that in our case, that would be Europe. That this unofficial database is connected intimately with all of these. And we already know that there is a bug in part of the CIDL system, malware, that allows it to capture all of the credentials of everyone who yeah. is reporting into it. So it's that crazy. means now with those credentials, you can change things here or here and backload them here. Fantastic. So that it's not the votes that come from this direction, it's the change votes that can come from this direction. So, and, and the idea that then there's this official database that sends things to your secretary of state, there is an official database, but since it is behind the same firewall, it doesn't really matter. You can go from the unofficial to the official. In our investigation, right there, in our investigation, we found ways to change your votes there at the voting place. We found ways to change the tabulation software itself. We found ways to change the database itself. Uh, we found ways to go into both of these and change the software that they have that again gets loaded into the equipment here that goes to the equipment here and rig a boat. We found ways that we could get in and change that database. We could change that database. It's a mess. It's a mess. There you go. I hope you enjoy that. So that's a little uh, excerpt from one of these interviews which this guy made about an hour long there's more interesting things in there more incriminating evidence but it's 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 full of holes right it's just complete uh, insanity and either it's planned that way because then you can get away with it or it's just because these people running the show are dumb i i, I don't know uh all right we have a couple of more things and then we're gonna wrap up here guys thank you again for joining us and staying with us it was a pleasure having you here check out some uh, anti-whiteness stuff here this is a uk uh, kids charity Orwell and Good uh, tweeted this out earlier. Uh, Barna, Barnados or Barnados uh, had the Twitter talking about white privilege means looking at how our actions maintain and support racist systems and structures. Regardless of our intent, we're sharing some actions that parents can take to help create a fairer society. Right. So this, <laughs> this, is, this is what Kids Charities is doing right now. Uh, they're trying to you know, and this is the kind of stuff that's like with a with a Biden administration, this stuff is just going to go absolutely haywire. This is, of course, one of the parts, one of the par uh, reasons why why the far left hates Trump uh, because he tried to rid of critical race theory at least in the in the federal uh, at federal agencies in that environment. Um, hopefully that can extend further because further into other uh, you know areas of society too because that's just a, that's a it's a that's a big mess. Uh, with Biden, that is going to be increased uh, uh, three three thousand percent. Basically, it's just the, one of the first things they're going to do: pry open the borders, back with critical race theory into federal agencies. It's going to be more of it in the school. It's just going to be anti-whiteness at just lightning speed, right? So here's a clip. Lana showed me this earlier today. From now this, we've talked about now this many times, right? <clears throat> uh, they have some wonderful things here. Uh, this is a what school kids are are being taught and learning now uh, in I think this is in uh, New York City somewhere Bronx or something I forget where it is but listen listen to uh, listen to this here 
and I'll remove. Uh, we'll, we'll see what the text says here. To remove that. There we go. Fantastic. The piece written by Chicago-based poet Leslie Horno something? Horny? It's called Brown Girl, Brown Girl. A version of the poem was first published in Honoré's 2017 book. Fist, was it Fist and Fire? Let me let me see here. Holy shit, this is like five minutes long. I'm not going to watch this. Uh, yeah, like this has been a disaster today. Here we go. Yeah, Fist and Fire. Watch this next video to see how VP-elect Harris... Blah, blah, blah. Okay, I don't want to watch this. Let's get right down to business. Ugh, I, th I think I don't want to watch this. Ugh. Kamala Harris will Politics shatter the aside, mold no as president, vice president. And like, she, you know, she, you know if, if, if this administration goes in, you know she will be president within, probably within the first year. There's, there's no doubt about that. Let's get right down to business. Alright, that's screwed up too. I just have to play it like that. Politics aside, there is no question this achievement of hers is an inspiration. She is blazing a trail for girls and women everywhere. We're amazing. Are you kidding me? We're amazing. When I see those little girls in particular, I mean I see myself. So so then so then it's so then it's okay. And, and it's like I'm not I'm not against that. That's uh, that's totally understandable. But you see, the point that the, it's a problem when white people do it, right? So white people will be there's a, a permissive uh, attitude here from from like you know from higher up, basically that white people can't be proud over who, who over who they are. That's that's white supremacy. You see that they can't be pro have pride in themselves in their group. Well, you can't be happy when you have someone that looks like you, right? So why is it that in only white countries this is transforming, right? And we're the only ones who are slated now to become a minority in our own countries because of birth rates, because of uh, open borders and all this kind of stuff, right? So it's fine if and when we reach a situation where basically there's no white people represented anymore. This is happening on TV. It's happening in, you know, companies are doing this. It's, it's sneaking its way into politics right now. It's everywhere, right? So... That's fine if you have a, a, a little girl, a white girl, or a little white boy who will never see someone look like them rep being represented anywhere. That's going to be fine. That's going to be good. That's going to be encouraged. But the, but the reversal is fine. I'm not denying them that. That's fine. But that's why, of course, we're a proponent of, 
you know, more or less ethnically homogenous nations where everyone does look like you and you'll never be able to use racism as an accusation ever again in society. It's much smarter, right? So basically this way, instead, they see we have to create a, you know, with anti-white attitudes, we have to just make it so impossible for white people to assert themselves and then eventually we can just remove them altogether out of the picture right that's what some of these academics are saying now that's people you know writing books this is what journalists are saying there's people on tv and the print press are saying so that's the strategy they want to take in this it's just let's just let's just diversify the west and white countries countries founded by white people by europeans let's diversify them to such an extent that they will never you know there will never be a majority in their own lands again but but you see that's fine and that's okay all right i'm not going to watch the rest of this it's, it's just too cringy but yeah uh so that's fine that's uh, completely um, completely okay all right so let's switch over to the vaccine real quick here um that's coming now down the pipe i it looks like they're trying to make uh, that it's biden that's going to take uh, credit for this or that he is to want to be the administration rolling this out or whatever, right? Uh, but uh, just just to uh, just to just to kind of uh, ease any potential worries you might have about the the uh, the uh, the vaccine. So Pfizer is the uh, company that has brought is is the closest here now. They're basically talking about uh, getting this out here in maybe as early as late November, early December. We'll see if that's possible or not. Uh, and I hope the elite. People will be the first ones to uh, to take it. By the way, but yeah, volunteers who took Pfizer vaccine says it feels like suffering a severe hangover. So that's good. I mean, let's not talk about the people who died in Brazil uh, because of this. And actually, they put the testing, uh, they halted the testing for a little bit um, too. Right? That that's totally fine. Now, on a side note, I believe that that was Moderna, so we're talking about a different uh, a different vaccine altogether. Uh, but it's funny to to read these articles where they basically try to assure you that it's just like, ah, it's it's kind of just like a, a it's just like a severe hangover. Now, so there's forty three thousand five hundred people in six countries who took part in phase three trials by the pharmaceutical giant, and I believe animal testing, by the way, was bypassed because they just don't have the time for that. So, of course, I'd love to see what happens to some of these 43,500 43, people in, let's say, a year, maybe a year, maybe two years, maybe three years. Long-term studies are essential when you develop, especially when you have new drugs, new new kind of vaccine developments and stuff like that. So usually, normally, the quickest, uh, or I should say, the quickest way a vaccine had been brought to market in the past was about seven years. Normally, it takes from 10 to 15 years and in some cases, of course, there's still research going on for diseases which they haven't developed a vaccine for yet. So we're talking 20 years, 30 years, whatever. Like they're just they're still looking, right? So this is not not good, right? This is not good. I don't trust it. Uh, we need long-term studies on these things. What is it? I doubt it's just going to feel like a hangover for the majority of people. They even know. They even counted. Even Bill Gates was on TV talking. Oh, we know that about. Two percent will, you know, suffer serious consequences, might even die. I think, I think it was something like that. One, one to two percent. I think they like, they recognize that that's just kind of part of it. Uh, minor, uh, you know, problems and issues, or, or minor, but you know, more moderate problems and issues. Not sure how they classify that. Maybe as high as seven percent of the people who take it. Um, but, uh, but this happened. Let me see here. But this happened though. The Pfizer chief executive, Albert Borula, 
has now made $5.6 million this week alone after the sale of some of the shares he owns in the company. With the news Monday, uh, with the news of Pfizer's new COVID-19 vaccine, the shares jumped 15% Monday. If you're interested, look into the early life section of Albert Bourla on uh, Wikipedia. Uh, so yeah, that's what we have to look at. Mandatory vaccines is probably oh, that's behind a paywall there on uh, Financial Times. So uh, that is what we have to look at. Uh, down the line here with um with uh with uh, with biden um uh, because he will you know probably make this mandatory like he will make mass a mask mandate or law that says you have to wear a mask uh now they're kicking out COVID again COVID is not going to wave biden uh go, going to go away if biden gets in i think it's the reverse i think trump would open up trump would like end this madness and and and, and walk out he'd fire fauci all this stuff right so we have the Great Reset coming, and they're using the COVID-19 bullshit story to bring that about, right? And here's, by the way, one of the new advisors that Biden would uh, uh, position as a coronavirus, uh, coronavirus advisor. This is the brother of Ram Emanuel, uh, Zeke Emanuel, who had this fascinating discussion here. And he was on TV. I, I tried to find the clip. I, I, I forget where I saw it. It was just in passing. Maybe another stream, maybe it was on YouTube. I forget exactly where it was, but he was talking about basically when you get to 75, your health is kind of downhill. And so, you know, it's kind of, it didn't say like, we'll, we'll, we'll kill you if you're 75 and, and up, but it's kind of this classic like socialist line, you know, kind of thing of like, we just need to get rid of these people because they're basically they're a burden on, on, on society. And so he has framed this from his own point of view uh, in, I think it was a, I uh, forget what, it was the New York Times or something. I think it's New York Times. We said, why I hope to die at 75. And I think he's like 72 or three now, by the way, too. Uh, an argument that society and families and you will be better off if nature takes its course swiftly and promptly, right? So, <laughs> it's just like, it's fine when they do it. Like so they can <clears throat> they can run these like eugenics operations, get rid of the undesirables. But this, that's, that's peace and love and it's all good. And it's for the betterment of everybody and all this kind of shit, right? Uh, so speaking of the Emanuels, um, let me uh, play your clip here with Rom Emanuel, and we're gonna we're getting ready here to ra wrap up, you guys. But but check this out. Remember when all the journalists, uh, sorry, all the people who said learn to code to journalists were banned because the journalists have said learn to code to people who are losing jobs and stuff. And of course, this has been a, an, an incredible uptick of this in the. Uh, under the corona lockdown bullshit, right? Everybody basically who has independent small businesses have, have, if not teetered on the brink of ruin, have been, have arrived at ruin, right? Their company is over, it's done. Um, big business have, have sucked up all of this market share, like Amazon and stuff like that. But so he can sit on TV and say the following. Again, keep in mind, that's this guy's brother we're going to play now. Look at this. And there's going to be people like a Jay-Z Penny and other retail. Those jobs aren't coming back. Give them the tools. Six months, you're going to become a computer coder. We'll pay for it. And you'll get millions of people to sign up for that. They are not going back to parts of the retail economy. And we need to give them a lifeline to what's the next chapter. <laughs> so that's fine. I, yeah, I mean, that's incredible, right? So 
will will they they're going to learn to code the the job at jay-z is not going to be there but we'll pay for their education they can learn to code. and there's going to be people like a jay-z penny and other retail those jobs aren't coming back give them the tools six months you're going to become a computer coder we'll, we'll pay, pay for, for it. it and you'll get millions of people to sign up for that they are not going back to parts of the retail economy and we need to give them a lifeline to what's the next chapter <laughs> right. and there's going to be people oh, like a jay-z start over there um Okay, so so yeah, so learn to code uh, is completely fine. Uh, Zeke Emanuel, by the way, just to go back to that real quickly, is a complete maniac. I've, I've watched some segments on him. He goes on MSNBC very often, not only on his, on his coronavirus stances, but some of the other stuff too. He's this; these two brothers are like Chicago mob, right? The, the, these were very prominent under Obama coming out of Chicago and stuff like that. So the, these people are all connected, right? So why does he say that? Why does Rahm Emanuel say they need to learn to code? The reason they need to learn to code is because we're entering into a new era now. And it's called, it's called the Fourth Industrial Revolution. And it's basically being spearheaded by people like Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum, um, who had wrote a book on that, in fact, called the Fourth Industrial Revolution. These people want to take us towards a future uh, where we are integrated with machines, robots, artificial intelligence, where we can biologically alter our genetics. Obviously, these people do not want any kind of borders. They do, want, do not want any kind of nationalism. Uh, these people want just complete global, um, you know, global homogeneity, uh, you know, and global, uh, global hegemony and homogeneity. Everybody needs to look the same, uh, uh, have, have equal... Uh, or, or equally little uh, differences, I guess, is the best way to say it. Basically, they, they're going to make sure that everybody, you know, thinks the same. There's, there's no one that basically, there's no one's going to have a, a, an interest where they have roots in heritage, in their ancestors, in their forebears, in their nation, and things like that, because those are obstacles towards the path of their global vision, right? Where we are going. But so they're going to use technology. They're going to use anything that they can to their at their disposal to bring it bring about this vision and so covid-19 has been one of the linchpins in how they have and will manage to achieve taking us closer to that vision right from the lockdowns to the destruction of the small companies to get the dependency on government that you seek there are um what do you call it uh, uh basic um basic uh what is it called a basic income right the basic uh, program that they run where you will you'll be given money by government and stuff like that they're probably going to switch over to modern monetary theory uh, uh yeah bsi what does it stand for again anyway check check out this clip i'll get back to that check out this clip here, here he reveals what uh what this fourth industrial revolution entail it's a short shorter clip i listen to this here yeah ubi universal basic income thank you universal basic income is coming in the wake of this uh here we go. It's at the end what what the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. Um, when I wrote the book, I started right, huh? to, to write it for four years ago. It was published three years ago. Um, um, it was sold by, very interesting over a million times in the world and um, what is what is interesting is that 800,000 
copies, more than 800,000 copies of those two million were sold in three countries alone, China, Japan, and South Korea. And you may be interested, who was the biggest um, buyer with 16,000 copies at the same time? It was the Korean military. Um, because the fourth industrial revolution will have a major impact also on, on, uh, on warfare. All right. Listen to that first part again. Let's see, so you- it's at the end what, what the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. Do you think there's any room for like, like having an interest in preserving the European family in that or anything like that? Or any other race for that matter too, any other ethnicity, right? It all needs to go. Uh, but right now these guys, they have their, uh, their crosshairs over the European family uh, because they're, they're an obstacle towards this. These pesky nationalists in countries like Italy and the UK and Germany and Sweden and Denmark and France and all this, they, they, they need to get rid of this so that they can start merging us with machines, tapping us into artificial intelligence, the global brain, all this shit is out there, all this stuff that they wanted to do for forever. Transhumanism, it's the, that's the collective word used for it. They want transhumanism. And that's why they're pushing this transgender thing right now. They've been pushing the transracial thing. Anything is trans. It's, it's transforming everything. It wants to transform you into a different being. And they're going to do that with genetic engineering interface, with digital systems, mechanical or, if you will, robotical systems. And we're going to be basically a, a cog in the wheel. And that's why, partially, why Rahm Emanuel gives away this little tidbit there where it says, you need to learn to cook. We'll pay for it because we're going to need you to be a little good slave and a soldier in this system, a little cog, if you will, where you code all these systems. All these systems and scripts are going to run and do everything for us and do all these things. And it's going to be just scripts running and scripts. And you need to code all these things and all these little, you know, ADHD or like obs- uh, uh, compulsive, obsessive, disordered um, kids are going to sit and like type away at a computer, like monotonous, incess- you know, monotonous work, basically, right? So, so, so they know where this is going. And so COVID is the linchpin. COVID is how they're pu- pulling this off, right? So I'm glad that the people who, uh, who talk shit about the people who exposed this early on have basically gone down the drain and circled the toilet when it comes to their credibility. Because if they had listened to people like us and Red Ice, many, out- many other outlets too, they would have had the foresight to see why they did this, why they brought... And I was even not even gung-ho in the early stages. When, when this was... When this started to pop up in China, I was very worried. I thought it was this is something, this is something real. But the most likelihood, they produced a lot of that videos and sent it on social media. I mean, they do have the, the Chinese, you know, firewall. They could have probably stopped it. There were situations where where certain videos were shot, and you realize why is not why is the authorities allowing someone obviously running around with a camera shooting all this here, right? So, whether whether you believe that the virus is, you know a thing and is a super deadly or whatever in a way that's irrelevant it's, it's not and it should be investigated and all that kind of stuff but it, but it's again how he was used right and the fact that they they hi, you know, hyped this up for necessity of of going into these lockdowns of starting with this orwellian 
surveillance grid that they're doing right now and bringing us towards this fourth industrial revolution, right? So pandemic has been a linchpin in their globalist agenda. That's why they, that's why it needs to be exposed, right? And a lot of people didn't get that. They, they're not uh, well-versed in watching media and trends and narratives and what they talk about and how their aspirations. We've, we've watched this shit for over a decade now. And I was interested in this kind of stuff even before I started doing the show and all that stuff back in the radio show back in 2006. And watched several years before that, I've been watching that kind of stuff, right? So, so over a decade of like studying these people, what do they want? What are they doing? Why, why, why are things going in this direction? How are they going to pull this off? All that shit, right? So the other side, the opposition to, to some of those sentiments have, 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 been, have been discredited. And you, you would do good walking away from those kinds of outlets because they won't tell you the truth and they will be, they'll, they're lying to you. And they're pretending, they're playing along in this in this agenda. Oh, take the take the vax, and it's all fine. And oh my God, we gotta, you know, it's just it's so dumb. And if if some of those people only would have kind of just all right, well, I don't agree with it. I kind of I'll, I'll, I'll let it be, or I'm not going to get in, engaged involved in that. I'll 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 still cover my stuff, right? Then uh, fine in a way, right? But. But due to this fact that there was like an, an intentional participation in the gay op by trying to discredit people who did talk about it is a major red flag. And anybody who did that, you walk away from those because they will not give you the truth. They will not tell you what is going on, why they're doing this and where this is going. Right. All right. So that's what I'd like to end on, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, everybody watching. I do appreciate it. Uh, wonderful having you all here. 1.6 thousand watching over on DLive. Chat out to all of you ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, brothers and sisters, trannies. Good to have you all here. Uh, we are going to open the chest in just a moment. Let me, uh, let me see. Let me see if there's any more on DLive here. I'll check uh, Entropy Stream as well. Uh, let's see here. Oh, my DLive window closed. I'll bring that up. Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, Philbert Apple bag with a diamond that says free James Fields. Indeed. Thank you, sir. Jay Wallace diamond. Palin Green slash locked F2024. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate that. It's kind of you. Uh, the end of man with a ninja guinea. Thank you. Delaware is like an afterthought between Maryland and New Jersey. Yeah, isn't that up there? Actually, if you look at this is kind of the early work that we did, but the, there's a very interesting uh, research about obviously the occult nature of Washington, D.C. and the planning on uh, how it forms a, a cube where you have the Potomac, I think, cutting through straight through. And you have virgin land, Vir Virgi Virginia, like the virgin land of the virgin on one end, Virginia's land, Virginia. And then you have Mary's land on the other, right? That's the Ma Mary, the mother of Jesus. And then you have the Mary, the virgin, right? And if you look at the street planning, uh, what's his name again? Char uh, Charles L'Enfant or something, the Frenchman who was big in helping to lay out the structure of, uh, of Washington, D.C., Highly interesting of the astrological signs that they, you know, incorporated into the street design. And obviously the obelisk is a big giveaway. Uh, you can find owls if you look at a map. You can find all kinds of weird shit that they've incorporated into it, right? Um, even uh, look at the, uh, the, the Scottish Rite uh, Temple, which is not too far away from the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C. There's a lot of, you know, big power players and stuff like that there. 
but yeah, Delaware, of course, is, I think is, it's a little bit north there. But uh, anyway, it, just, it got me thinking when you mentioned Maryland. Between Maryland and New Jersey, and I was just like, yeah, Maryland and, and, and Virginia, check that region right there. It's a, mic- it's a microstate, right? They have their own rules and laws, and that's why it doesn't, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a state, right? It doesn't have a, a congressman. What is it saying on, the, on their plates? Uh, representation, uh, taxation without representation, I believe it says on, on some of their plates out of D.C., uh, fascinating. There's a, used to be at least a lot of uh, stuff about that on YouTube. Maybe they've censored that and stuff. But yeah, there's been some great work over the years uh, that really breaks all of that down. And when you look at that, you'll never, you'll never look at Washington D.C. again, right? And again, it's the it's the cabal, the occult order that have been running the show, and that's why people like Trump was an anomaly to them. It was a it was a hiccup. It was it was not meant to be. Usually, the way you do why why they didn't rig the 2016 election is because they control the people running. And, and, and usually people who are not on their side are not the people winning. So they didn't see it as necessary. And that's why the media machine turned with, with all its fury against Trump to get him knocked out and he didn't succeed. And that's why they said, that we're never going to allow this happen ever again. And they did everything in their power to make sure that Trump didn't win. And that's what we're witnessing. And, we see, we, and we're seeing a participatory far left and all these communists and, and Antifa people and all the shit just lining right up with Biden, this corporate Democrat who's going who's gonna to make us fall right back into the globalist trap, right? We're talking big business, foreign wars now, Zionist lobby, all this shit, right? Um, it's going to just pick right back up. Massive lockdowns, control. That's why they're not genuine. That, that's why, that's why they're, they're just playing along because they think it's advantageous to their, si- to their side. In the end, it won't be. Uh, but they're used right now as useful idiots to ramp up the energy needed, you know, to to just to, to go fight behind uh, Biden and shit like that. But yeah, they might be driving America towards a civil war. Definitely a conflict on a much larger scale. Completely irresponsible. All right, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Neptune, I see here with the uh, diamond. Open the chest in a moment. Pro white equals racist. Uh, pro poc equals empowering. That's that's right. Absolutely, can't be pro white. Then you're a terrorist. Uh, a Nazi terrorist, if you think uh, uh, white people uh, d- deserves to uh, to have uh, you know have territories too, or or that we deserve to have well being, uh, that we want to look out for our own, that that's 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 terrorism now. Uh, Ninja warrior, I think that's uh, Mr. Noseberg. Uh, yes, uh, with a diamond ethno- ethnocentrism for thee, but not for me. That's right, Andy Andyok Andyok um, with a diamond tar s monkey. Not sure what that's about. All right, Andy, quoting there. I don't know. Uh, Gov with a diamond. Uh, no, actually, Ninjagini, thank you. Or, yeah, Gov, I think it is. Go, goof. Um, heard a conference call. I shouldn't have military plans to force COVID vax on all on all overseas. April 21. Okay. Take that for what you will. Interesting. It's the, That's the Gov saying that, too. I guess that's the government drop right there. Heard a conference call. I shouldn't have military plans to force COVID vax on all overseas, April 21. I guess, do you mean overseas uh, service men and women in the military, I would assume? Uh, or w- globally on everyone else overseas from America's point of view? I, I doubt neither, frankly. Thank you for the Ninja Guinea. Appreciate that. Bruce McJuice with a diamond says, I'm so sick of all of this. USSA is here. Z and uh, I guess the Zio New World Order is here. Uh, thank you. Futhark Diamond, there will be a... There will be some heathens in D.C. this Saturday. 
Fantastic. Thank you, Futhark. Appreciate that. Thank you for the diamond. Mr. Wright with a diamond. Actually, one, two, three diamonds in a row. Thank you. And wrap up here just a moment. Fed Kaczynski, great username like that. Uh, with a diamond, no message. All right. I think that's it. I think we're caught up to speed. Let me just double check. Entropy stream right here too, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, my window's closed here for some reason. So give me a, a moment here. We'll bring that back up. And I just want to make sure that we don't have... Uh, let's see here. Sorry, guys. Uh, oh, it's offline. It went offline. Okay, that's that's weird. Just because I closed the window, then. Sorry about that. If there's anybody on Entropy Stream, by the way, I'll uh, try to repair. Let me go back in there and see if I can find if there's any. I just want to make sure so I don't forget it. Otherwise, I'll, I'll bring it up first time next stream, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just see here. Uh, nope, that's not showing anything. One second here. I go back. Sorry, guys. Let me see here if I, if I forget one. Let me scroll down here. Yeah, I think Unknown Californian dropped one. Yeah, here. Uh, yes, the, okay, there I see one from Unknown Californian. Thank you uh, for three. He says, is Jared Taylor... I see Jared da Taylor is doing the guest circuit. Will he be on... Will Will he be a guest on Red Ice? Yeah, I mean, we always want to have Jared Taylor back. And, of course, he did join us for the uh, election uh, extravaganza uh, episode that we did uh, there as well. Go back to the website here, Red Ice members. Uh, election chaos, that one right there. Check this one out, Jared Taylor. Uh, oh, sorry. I realized I'm not showing that on screen. Uh, okay, let me go over here. There we go. Right there. Election chaos. Check out that one. Jared Taylor has a segment in there. He joined us. What through the in the middle? Some some like that middle of the middle of the stream. Uh, but yeah, uh, Jared Taylor is always always welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, okay, let me check DB as well, real quick here. Uh, sorry, guys. And I just make sure there's nothing else here. No, Jacob H. I think was the last one. All right, guys. Uh, let's open up the chest here on DLI. Let me put a, uh, another couple of lemons in there. Um, always a pleasure having you here. Let me put another thousand in there. And so we'll be back here with... Well, Lana has an interview Thursday, so that's tomorrow. We'll see if we can get that up as soon as possible. Chest opening, heads up on that. DLive.tv forward slash Red Ice TV if you want to take part in the chest uh, opening celebrations here right at the end. Um, and so we have an interview. She's coming up uh, with that here. Uh, we'll see if we can get that up Thursday. Otherwise, of course, Flashback Friday, back Friday, as usual, 5 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Central European time. If you like what we do, check out RedEyesMembers.com. Great way of supporting us. Get a membership. Get exclusive access to Weekend Warrior, a show we do on Sundays. It's well-produced. A lot of uh, good stuff in there that we cover. Last one, again, went through a lot of these reactions and got you up to speed about some of the insanity that was happening when it comes to the uh, the election and things like that. So definitely check that out. Uh, but yes, so uh, that will be uh, Sunday then. And then we have shorter videos. Uh, one exclusive that coming up on Red Ass members as well that Lana made. And then we have actually one that Lana is going to record on the what a Biden presidency uh, will mean, how things are uh, going to change, basically. So that's coming up. Uh, let me check DLives real quick, see who has the top uh, top five here. Uh, Ninja Warrior, that's Mr. Noseberg then. <laughs> you got to change your name then, I guess. Or you're going to keep it, uh, Mr. Noseberg. Uh, he's number one. Thank you, uh, man. Appreciate it. William Shear, number two. Star Pilot, number three. I see you often on that list. So thank you, Star Pilot, for all the support. Futhark, number four. Thank you for your support. Papa Lazaro, number five. And again, thank you to everyone else uh, for Super Chats and for uh, your support, for helping us out here at Red Eyes. Uh, and of course, as well, for getting a membership. It helps us helps us tremendously. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with much more soon, possibly tomorrow, if nothing else. If nothing, uh, nothing else, uh, Friday, of course, Flashback Friday. We'll see you then.
Take care. Do you love Red Eyes? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Eyes membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews, and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.